Ian Ray, Rodney Walker. Who would have thought five years, five years of just giving the community heat, dropping dopeness, knowledge even. That's why I'm taking out this time specifically to tell you congratulations. I booked this time right now to just tell you both that, um, hold on. I said no pickles, no onions. Uh-huh. But you can take that fry off because I, I wasn't trying to go over 10. I wasn't trying to go over 10 up. I mean, if you gonna give out the nuggets, uh, well, if you can add the nuggets, okay. Rodney Walker and Ian Ray. Like I was saying, five years is strong, man. That's If your, your podcast was a sitcom, it would already be in syndication. We'll have two DVD box sets. You're doing big things. Keep doing right. Help the community. Keep helping these young brothers pronounce new words like audacity, Velcro, or dinosaur. Something we don't see often in our community. I appreciate what you're doing for us. I appreciate it. Keep it going. You said 1750. I said I didn't want to go with it. For those who are new to the channel, we'd like to welcome you to the Magnificent Vibes Podcast. I didn't You said the nugget was free. What's good, bro? What's good? What's good? We back, man. We back. We back for a very special episode. Yes, sir, man. Five years, baby. Five, five years. Five, five beans, baby. <laughs> five bullets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man yeah yeah we in here man we in here we come a long way bro man dude a long long way man a long long way but we here man we you know i i i actually went back and listened to some old episodes i'm like man we came a long way bro <laughs> yeah haven't we <laughs> sounded like how <laughs> we came from sounding like we on the intercom to sounding like a, a professional podcast yeah we was on cb radios before or something <laughs> man we was we was on cps in, in the comms man chicago public <laughs> schools in the comms man <laughs> what, was, what, what was we doing bro <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know, bro. I don't even know. I blame Anchor, though, man. It's like, man, get y'all interface together, man. It's, you, this is, a, it, after all, it was a podcast app. It's like, why does it sound like this? Yeah, dude. But you know what? I will say this about Anchor. Over the years, they have improved their quality. Um, you know, they came a long way. I think ever since Spotify kind of took up, like, partnered with them, I think they their quality has improved. Uh, tremendously so you know yeah. shout out to anchor for fixing all those issues because we was one of the we was one of the first ones man we was we was day oneers with anchor man yeah yeah well shout out to spotify for fixing their issues because technically anchor ain't fixed nothing no they didn't <laughs> they didn't anchor <laughs> spotify fixed everything for them man and they, they technically didn't fix anything they ain't fixed nothing dog i'm like man i i, I I was listening to some old episodes. I'm like, dude, we was popping in and out, and it was bad, bro. Yeah, cars were dropping in the middle of the pod. Yeah, I was listening to, and, and then I was backtracking while I was on vacation. I was backtracking, listening to some old vibes and stuff episodes, and I'm like, bro, <laughs> the beginning, in the beginning, <laughs> it was a disaster. In the beginning, there was static. <laughs> In the beginning, we could hardly hear Jerome. 
Oh man, yeah, he had the worst of it, man. It's like, oh, man. it's like, man, you on dial up? What's going on? Yeah, I tapped in to the to to uh, shout out to vibes and stuff, man. You know, five hundred episode. I mean, well, hundred five years. I'm sorry, not five hundred episode, but five years running, man. And <laughs> I see Jerome got a a a, a war for that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed, man. Yes, indeed. Yes, yeah. Shout out, shout out to 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 the pod. Uh, my main pod, at least, uh, uh, vibes and stuff. We just celebrated five years. Uh, we had a really dope episode, man, too, to, to commemorate it, man. It got a, it's getting a lot of good feedback. A lot of cats been hit me up. Reggie hit me up. Jason hit me up. Uh, Chaz hit me up. Um, yeah, they really dug the episode. So I kept it, I kept it free flowing. I, I didn't really have a, I didn't have too much of a syllabus per se, but. Um, it was a by good the way, episode. By the way, I love Chaz. I love Chaz. Uh, you know, um, we, 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 her 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 uh, tribute to you at the end, man. That was that was dope, man. Oh, I love. <laughs> it's just Chaz. Chaz's voice, man. It just it just puts me at ease, man. <laughs> she just, she got that voice. Is like everything could be all right, honey. <laughs> right, right, right. That, that 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 black that black auntie voice. <laughs> yeah, man. It's just something about that voice, man. It, it's just I love being on the show with her, man. Whenever I jump on, so Ch- Chaz, yeah. shout out to Chaz. She an all star. <laughs> she all star. <laughs> but yeah, that was a dope. That was a dope uh, conclusion to the episode too, as well, man. So if y'all haven't checked it out, man, you know, go go listen to that that episode, man. It was really. Really good, man. You did it. You outdid yourself on that one, Ian. Oh, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. I really do. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But uh, yeah, let's get let's get right into it, man. Uh, I, I just before we get into our, our shout outs for the episode, I, I, I kind of went back. I did some homework. I did some homework. You know, I look back at some of some of Ian's most iconic shout outs. <laughs> and, uh, I'm sure you got some. I'm sure you got some. I don't know if you got some, but you know what? I, was able to... I, I I went back and I, I listened to a few myself, especially from like what was that? Was that season seven or season eight? Where the shout outs were getting like really, really juicy, <laughs> but like nothing, nothing was standing out to me. And I kind of, I kind of, instead of doing, I kind of messed up the assignment. Instead of instead of doing my favorite shout outs, I went back and did my favorite topics. Okay, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. Hey, I, 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 I don't care. I, I'm we on the fly, man. We raw and uncut here, so <laughs> that's how we we do everything on the fly, man. We yeah, we got a we got a little agenda that we follow, but man, sometimes we don't even follow that agenda, you know. And that's what makes this show great, you know. And that's why everybody enjoy it. So yeah, but live, uh, live, live TV, live TV, <laughs> live TV. Uh, so I, I actually went back to the first five seasons and I dug up just a, I didn't want to go too too crazy with it, but I dug up some some ones that caught my attention. Uh, from season one, there was a couple of shout outs. Uh, shout out to service overseers who don't visit their groups. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and um, your that very first, first wasn't it? no, no, no. Actually, I'm get I'm about to get to that. Your very first shout out. Uh, when we started adding this to this segment to the podcast was about body of elders who don't appoint nobody. Oh. <laughs> that one was actually funny. 
man, I, I barely remember that one. I, I kind of remember it. <laughs> yeah, dude, it, it was hilarious. It was hilarious, man. You went in on that one. Uh, in season three, you had shout out to visiting speakers who bring their home families Ooh, for hospitality. Yeah. Uh, that yeah. one, <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, there was an episode where you was looking, you were doing some things for your business, um, for your job, and you were looking for to hire undocumented immigrants. <laughs> I don't even remember that one. <laughs> hey man, we talked about a lot of this. Which which episode was that? <laughs> I don't know which the exact. I didn't. I just put the seasons. I didn't put the exact episode number. But yeah, uh, you was looking for uh, to hire undocumented immigrants. <laughs> I think this was around the time Trump was in 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 office, just in office, and he was going in on the <laughs> undocumented immigrants. So I think that's what the reason why that spurred that. Uh, another one was uh, in season three was shout out to sisters that want you to study with a worldly crush. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah, I do remember that. I do remember that. Yeah. That's a thing, man. That's definitely a thing. I don't know how much you run into it, but oh, I had a situation. I had a situation before. Yeah. His sister wanted me to study with her. Some this, this boy that was uh, she was digging in high school. They actually was an item in high school, but you know, I called on to him, and that man ended up getting. He he wanted to become an about um, baptized publisher, but I I saw through his nonsense. And he ended up getting on the school and everything. And our, I remember our coordinator came up to him, RP brother Gustafson, came up to him and was like, man, you you are um, moving at quite a fast pace there, young fella. And he was like, well, you know, I love Jehovah. And, uh, he was saying all the, you know, all that LeBron James politically correct stuff. You know, and I'm <laughs> sitting there just looking at him like, all right, whatever. I'm He don't realize I'm playing the game right with him. You know what I mean? You know, he didn't know he was messing with 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 uh with me, you know, Lonzo for training day, but you know, it's, <laughs> it is what it is. I, I already Ronnie was about to, Ronnie was like, 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 like hand me the shoddy. <laughs> yeah, hand me the shoddy, man. Hand me the shoddy. Hey, close them blinds. <laughs> <laughs> and we had brothers in my ear, like, man, let, man, let's just smoke this dude, man. Just smoke it like Dr. Dre. Let's just smoke this dude, man. I'm like, nah, man, no, nah, I got this. I got this. <laughs> just turn the blinds down. <laughs> yeah 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 but i exposed him and he was all butthurt about it later on once i caught him in his you know caught him in his act and hey the sister snapped on me at the uh literature counter too after the meeting Boy. wait so what what happened bro after i ended the study because I, I called I, I stopped the study man Actually, I got him to stop the study because I told him I was like, "Hey, he was trying to force my hand and make to to go over the unbaptized publisher questions," and I'm what, like, like, "Yo, yeah, right after he entered the school." I well, was like, technically, technically, if they if they qualify to be on the school, then they should qualify to go out and service. Yeah, yeah, but but in the beginning, you know, it, I, it's it's really. I don't want to get into complicated stuff, but I'm just going off what happened at the time, right? Uh, you know, he joined the school. He did his first Bible read, had his parents come and everything. 
and I told him, I, I was like, you know, that's, that's good. You know what I mean? That's good. And I kept on studying with him and everything, but I noticed he wasn't preparing for his studies and he was just uh, like not into it. And, but yeah, he'll go to the hall, give these elaborate comments and try to look good in front of the friends. But then around me, he's like, yeah, man, I gotta do this. Like, I don't want to go through this little part. I didn't know this was involved in becoming a Jehovah's Witness. You know what I mean? So I just called uh, him in his okay. cunning, man. I just called him in his cunning and, you know, the sister came up to me. She didn't appreciate how I treated her and I, I didn't back down from her. And, you know, she tried to carry me and I carried her right back. <laughs> uh, it, it is what it is. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm Mimi Patton's son, man. Y'all you, 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 don't know. Y'all don't be fooled by this suit, man. <laughs> you know. Under, 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 under the suit, he got the shoddy. Yeah, I got the shoddy, man. I'm listening to Griselda. I'm listening to Woo still, you know, like whatever. <laughs> like, y'all better. <laughs> extra clips, extra straps laying on the seat. <laughs> I got a break in the vent and everything, baby. Let's go. What, what you want to do? Virgil, why you break on my break? One little side note. I did record one of our episodes from uh, actual Whole Foods uh, <laughs> to end this liking on the episode. Oh, yeah, man. I do remember that. I do remember that. Uh, um, season four. I got two more seasons and then uh, we get into our regular shout outs. But <laughs> uh, sisters that don't support their appointed husbands. <laughs> oh, I don't even remember that. Yeah, man. Yeah. Sisters that don't support uh, their their appointed husbands. And then, uh, oh, I, I mentioned a situation. This wasn't a shout out, but I did uh, talk about a situation that happened when I was in field service and how this lady disrespected me out in field service when I came up to her <laughs> while she was mowing her grass. And I was like, hello. And she was like, goodbye and turned on her lawnmower and kept mowing her grass. Oh wow! <laughs> um, season five, sisters admitted to uh, a sister admitted to smoking crack with her own mama. Basically, is it was an end shout out to people that get too personal with their comments during the oh, meetings. Yeah, yeah, I, I remember that. I'm like, man, that's 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 messed up. Why you do that? Why you Why smoking you that, crack man? with your mama? <laughs> that's not cool. That's not cool, man. Uh, sisters who ghost their field service partners. Yeah. On season five, you had a bunch of them, bro. Uh, people that people that uh, are secretly taking blood transfusions. Oh yeah, yeah. Season five was wild. The yeah, shout out did get wild. <laughs> season five. <laughs> season five is when it started really picking up, man. Uh, friends who who want to stand over you and have a conversation while eating your lunch during an intermission at the assembly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, bro, you see me here trying to eat. I'm trying. I'm with my. I'm with my family. I'm trying to talk about the program with my wife. I'm trying to get my son's food together. You standing over me. Hey, what you got there? What you got there? <laughs> Bring it in for me. <laughs> hey, man, get out my face, bro. <laughs> you know what? That same thing 
And the reason why I, I put this in the comment, because uh, that actually, that same thing happened to me in, in our previous assembly, man. I'm sitting there, I'm in audio video now, right? you know, and I was able to work my way out of parking, go look at uh, past episodes to find out how I was able to do that. But man, I'm in audio video, man. I don't get a chance to sit with my family. So during the intermission, I get an opportunity to sit with my family and, and eat and everything. And brothers is standing over me talking about stuff I don't really want to talk about. I just want to eat. We can talk later. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, bro. Yeah. You, you, you. It's like, you see me? It's like, man, go talk to your family, man. I know you got a wife. I know I saw her here. Like, right. Yeah, go, go talk to them. Right. Uh, you know, I ran into your father-in-law the other day. Like okay, good for you. Like, yeah, what, you know, I'm, I'm, I, hopefully you guys had a good conversation. But I gotta eat. <laughs> right. Are you still over there, Kevin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't my father just tell you that? <laughs> <laughs> Why you asking hey, me that again? Hey, Rodney, you like the red man skit? Are you still here? <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm over here crying, man. Oh God! <laughs> he said, "You still over there?" <laughs> oh man, I, I, I like the uh, production logo. Where do you get that from? Oh man, I made that up. That's gonna be my new company. <laughs> and, and and for those who don't see it, it's called NLY. Uh, uh, like you. Then the N stands for you know what. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Oh man, is this like a is this like a, a hip hop production type thing or is this like? Yeah, you know, I think I think I think me and Mick we gonna release uh, scaring our spouses on that label. Uh, oh, uh, dope, dope. In words, in words like you productions. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love it. I love it. <laughs> Oh man, that looks like the. It reminds me of the old like dare sign from back in the day. Oh yeah, yeah, right yeah. there on the on the screen, real slow. That's that's what. That, that, that's dope. That's dope. <laughs> man, you got any shout outs, man? You got got any modern, up to date shout outs? <laughs> I do, man. Shout out to you if your kid has ever audibly farted during the meeting, like my son did last night. And, and he did it as my wife was like wrapping up her park. She had a the return visit demonstration. And she, as soon as she got done, this 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 dude farted like audibly. And like it wasn't it wasn't terribly loud, but like people behind us and in front of us could like most likely heard it. And then he like leaned over and whispered really loud, "Excuse me." <laughs> <laughs> At least hey, hey, I give I give him I give him credit for having manners, you know. <laughs> I was like, what is this? But uh yeah, so shout out, shout out to anybody who's ever had that happen. Also, shout out to any brothers who have already bootlegged and leaked the convention drama. Oh man, they it's brothers out there doing that. Hey, hey man, I got my hookups. I got my hookups. Cause see, I'm I'm actually man, dude, I'm actually not gonna be at my convention because I'm gonna be out of town. Um so I was fortunately, fortunately, I was able to, you know, view it beforehand. And it's it's good. <laughs> <laughs> I gave it a good review, you know. Hey, shout out to uh so the brother in the in the drama, 
because the big drama, you know, with the, I don't know, was it, um, I forgot what country, but uh, my sister-in-law, uh, her CO is one, one of the main actors in that. So, oh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, so shout nice. out, to, shout out, shout out to brother Kwa Kwa. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was, yeah, it was definitely in Africa. So yeah, um, yeah, stuff be popping off over there uh, all the time. Honestly, yeah. Um, so um, yeah, yeah. Shout, shout out to the, shout out to the folks who who were able to get that out there to early, uh, get it out there early. That is. <laughs> um, and shout out, man! Shout out to any brothers who I went to KM school with a few weeks back. Uh, we had our KM school for our circuit. yeah. How was that? How was that? We had ours like a few months before you guys. Oh, it was it was good, man. It was good. We um during lunch, I was sitting with some some old brothers I hadn't seen in a while, and we were all kind of like sharing our like stories, our past stories of like counsel we received uh, that was kind of wrong the way mm-hmm. it was given to us. Oh yeah. And this, this one brother was telling me about this uh this experience with this brother who was passed away now, but I don't know if you remember brother No. Okay, but uh he said he was um he had to read for the I he can't remember if it was the watchtower or the book. I think it was the watchtower, but he said he hadn't gone over it beforehand. And it was a bunch of like hard Hebrew names in it that he was stumbling over during the reading and he said brother uh, walked up to him afterwards and was like, "Man, why you have to read that like again?" <laughs> <laughs> then he told me, he he told me this other story with the same brother who who counseled another brother of, of uh, uh, that we know. You you know, um, of course, I'm gonna edit all these names. You know, um, you know, right? Yeah, I know Ram. So like, shout out Remy, to Remy. Yeah, Remy. Shout out to him. So you ain't Remy, gotta edit his name out. Remy cool. Yeah, he said Remy, and I remember this. When he would shake our hands, he would cock back his hand kind of far and then come down hard with the handshake. Oh wow. And he said, like, like, brother didn't like that. He was like, man, why you gotta shake my hand like a nigga? Just shake my hand like a regular brother. <laughs> <laughs> Man. So shout, shout out to those brothers, man. To go along with your shout out, speaking of brothers, old school brothers, man. Another thing that I caught when I was going back listening to old episodes was uh, around the time we first started really recording our podcast, uh, we we lost a we lost one of our legendary old heads, uh, and he was very legendary in our group chats, and uh, he goes by the name of uh, Daryl Walker, man. Girl, yes. welcome back that in 2018, man. We had a little yeah. little tribute to him. We did a little tribute to him on one of our episodes, man. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, <laughs> was it what we used to call him? Megatron. Used to call him Megatron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had the, he had that shape. His shape up was like Megatron. Yeah, man, that was one of the hardest shape ups I ever did in my career. <laughs> but <laughs> he was a cool brother, man. Super yeah, cool. Yeah, he brother. was. Yeah. But it, man, dude, those uh <laughs> at KMS school, huh? It was it was dope. I'm still I'm still tripping. I still can't get past this whole bootleg in the convention thing, man. 
well you know what there's 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 already there's already the stream i I don't think it's like terribly out of line to do that because because there's a um the stream is already up on the website oh so they can stream the convention too huh yeah yeah oh i didn't know that i because i was waiting to hear for for that i haven't heard anything for it so oh that's what's up they might not have i don't know i don't know if everyone has the link to the stream but but it is it is definitely up oh okay because you know it's it's they're doing it now with a public view it as well so when is when is your like convention though like what what i'm june i'm supposed to be june 16th to the 18th oh you was a week before me yeah yeah so um i'm actually gonna be in st louis that that well the 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 tail end of that weekend i'm gonna be in st louis oh okay man i was about to i was about to say man you could have came over with us man i, I mean i might nobody i might could because the because if you you say you're the week before we're we the week after actually we the week after oh, the week after yeah the week after okay yeah the last the last weekend of june we, we're gonna be there 23rd to the 25th oh yeah okay yeah you're right after that then okay okay yeah so i is a it, man i already saw the roster it's like all north side and indiana brothers oh wow wow yeah so i i know a few people on in indiana and a few people on the north side and then that's it like there's a few people i think we only got like three congregations from my circuit going on that weekend there's congregations i don't really rock with so <laughs> I'm, uh, like, okay. I'm just going do my assignment and go home you're out there you're out there you're way west so they got you in indiana brothers wow and north siders Yep. Yeah, mine's for the most part, it appears to be mostly like the people I'm typically with, you know, Southsiders and whatnot. So um, I know everybody, every almost everybody I know is having it this week. Really? Yeah, it seemed like it. I know Linnell's Linnell going this week too. Yeah, I know Linnell's was early. And, and a few others. I know some 93rd and Greenwood's going. So yeah. Like it's there's a lot of people that I know that's going to that one. Okay, okay. I think Victor, <laughs> I think Victor is this week too. I think Victor's going this week too. Oh, as man, of this recording. Could. Okay, they they getting out the way early. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Big shout out. Big shout out. But uh we gonna get into we got an interesting train of thought coming up later on the episode, so stay tuned for that, man. But we gotta get into oh, this yeah. NBA, man. We got to <laughs> listen. Oh wait, wait, wait! Did you did you want to hear my favorite top ten moments from the show? Oh man, I'm sorry, Ian. Let, let, go ahead, go ahead. See, That's we, all good. We wrong uncut here. Go ahead, man. That's all good. So my top ten MVP moments from the past five years, in no particular order. When we did the episode, we did the episode recapping the face-offs, the album face-offs from my podcast that you had missed. Yes, yes, yes. And um, we got to do a part two. We definitely got to do a part two because I have been listening to some of these face-offs, man. And uh, I got a lot to say. (laughs) (laughs) You don't like that. I don't like that. that. I was eating my banana at some of those uh, results, but it's cool. (laughs) All right, so that was a cool one, man. That was a cool one. It's it's always cool to discuss music, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, 
album face-offs are sometimes hard because not everybody shows up and then sometimes not everybody listens to the actual album actual right? albums yeah i know i know you're a music head so you you always have an informed opinion so um shout out to you and we gotta do a part two man so we definitely gotta cool. do a part two and for me i mean it's so easy for me to listen to albums because i'm, I'm i cut hair Sometimes I got customers that just get their hair cut and go, man. I just pop in my AirPods and put on the album, man, and just I'll be cutting and listening. You know what I mean? Just to get through certain albums for my show and all that other stuff. So, yeah, it ain't nothing for me to listen to an album. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, that was definitely one. And then another one, uh, when, when I did my Rated R Confessions. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. That's early. That's early. Uh, yeah, that MVP. was an early show. That was yeah. Early that's show. early MVP. We might have to revisit that one. And I, I talked about going to go see Get Out. <laughs> we, are, Twice. We, we might have to do a 2.0 of some of these older episodes that 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 got destroyed by Anchor. Yeah, like 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 I, well, another one I forgot about that Anchor messed up when we were talking about our stories about when we got when we were getting robbed. Oh yeah, they messed that up too. I remember I went back and listened to that one. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, and then another one was uh, when we did rated R movies. Every witness has seen. Oh yeah, I love that one. That was a great topic. That was a great yeah, topic. That was a good one. And then we did um, another one: local needs stories. We did the craziest local needs we had heard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not talking yes. about uh, brother Franklin getting a, uh, counseling the uh, teenagers about the Tootsie Roll. Doing the yeah, show. yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Uh, so uh, there was that one. Then there was the um, the episode where we danced on the grave of the Nets and Lakers. Oh man, I'm gonna be dancing on some more graves in this episode. But, but go ahead, <laughs> I like that one. That was always fun. Um, another moment we kind of do this every year, but when we do our top ten instrumental albums every year, mm-hmm. that's that's always a, a, a great a great listen. Great and, conversation. And, and I've gotten some great, I mean, I've actually gotten some great feedback from listeners in regards to a lot of the recommendations that we've had for those instrumental albums, man. Great. Oh, great. Great. Yeah. Yeah. So that segment, like people look forward to it. So that's why I always, I, I gotta, I gotta include that at the end of the year. Okay. Most definitely. Most definitely. Yep. Yep. Um, and we could we could do a mid year one too, actually. Like Oh yeah, yeah. Go. I definitely do yeah, we'll definitely do a mid year. I got a man, it's I got a few instrumentals I wanna talk talk about. Yeah, definitely. And um now these next three, these next three are my top three. I know I said no particular order, but these next three are my top three moments. When we did the memorial commandments, the memorial etiquette commandments. I knew you was gonna have that in there. I knew you was gonna have that in there. That 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 was a very popular episode because people were coming up to me saying stuff about it. That was the episode where we got the interest, saw the introduction of Brother Sanders. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who became a regular celebrity on the show. <laughs> hey, Brother Sanders is getting popular, bro. He his his popularity is is increasing dramatically. <laughs> so yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. Then the next one, this was this was a therapeutic moment for me on the show because I, I needed to vent. 
My sad JW funeral story. Do you remember this? Was that the one where that was it was on Zoom, right? Yeah. I remember that. I remember that. Oh, that and was the, a disaster. That was And a the disaster. family didn't know it was on Zoom. And it was just like I did we or we did everything we could to keep them informed of what we were doing every step of the way. And then like the day of, the hour of the actual funeral, it was like, who coming down here to do my mama funeral? And it's like, bro, we discussed this. <laughs> yeah, I remember that, man. He getting mad at me. I'm getting mad at him. The friends been on Zoom waiting for the for the for the program to start for like a good half hour, 45 minutes. I was like, that was just terrible, bro. I was like, I it's I I I, I still it still boggles my mind when I think about that experience. It, thank goodness it happened during the pandemic. Cause had it not, I don't know, man. It would have been some. It would have been some blows thrown, man. Hey, man. Shoot, I, I would have been throwing blows back. I know, I know. It would have been chaos, man. Bro, we talked about this. We talked about this. What did you think I meant when I said virtually and over Zoom? What? And I kept sending you the Zoom info yeah. repeatedly. <laughs> that's that's a that's the story from like my tenure as an elder. I would just love to forget, bro. It's like, oh my god. Yeah, like, in the middle of it. Hey. If, if that happened to me, if like I I'm going going to my mother's funeral and like due to a big misunderstanding or miscommunication, like nobody is there to do it because I wasn't listening. You know. Hey, Ian. Hey, Ian. <laughs> If it wasn't a pandemic, y'all start fighting. <laughs> it would have been like cue the burial song music by Buster. <laughs> Man, shoot. And then and then and then lastly, but not lastly. Oh man. Nick, aka DJ Money in the Banks deletion story. <laughs> man, oh man. I got so much feedback from that episode. The, the the you know a lot of man people actually people were actually um encouraged by his story too um i actually let my my wife actually listen to it and she was really <laughs> she was cracking up through the whole thing but uh yeah it, it it was a great that was a great episode that was a great episode shout out to nick man i mean talk about talk about a jaw dropper like I, that was that was mad entertaining man for all the best reasons it's like yeah. He and then we found out his rap name, and then he became a, a celebrity out this way with, with his rap name. And I'm trying to get him. I'm trying to get him to, to come on the show to spit some bars for the vibes and stuff cipher that I got planned coming up at the end of this season. You know, but he, of course, he's a little gun shy about it. But you know, hey man, just have him do a jizza, just have him do the jizza intro. Just introduce all of us, and then boom, he did his part. <laughs> <laughs> The RZA, the just inspect the deck, Ghostface <laughs> Killer. Yeah, I mean, or he could just do ad libs, man, like 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 West Side Gun, you know. <laughs> Give me in the background. <laughs> hey yo. <laughs> but yeah, those are some great moments. Those are some great moments. Um, I got I got a couple of moments. I'm I'm just going off the top of the head with this. This one had got great feedback. Uh, especially from Victor. Shout out to Victor. <laughs> but when I told that story about this homosexual dude that chased me down the street. Oh, I remember that. In a chase down. 
I remember that. Dude, that was a crazy story too. I forgot what season that was. It was like mid maybe I was season five four or five. It was one of those. Was seasons. it? That felt like that felt like season three or four to me or something. Maybe like, maybe I do, earlier. I do remember that. I do remember that. Like like uh, yeah, that was that was you ran across the booty warrior out in the wild, man. That's a dude, bad one. man. This dude chase, man. I, I never forget it, man. I he said we can do this the easy way or the hard way. <laughs> that was crazy, bro. Dude, I was like, what in the world is this really happening? <laughs> I know that's one time you was you wish you had the Glock on you. I know, man. I know. It, uh, uh, it was like a one of those lot moments. They take my sister, man. No, I don't want your sister. <laughs> I want you. <laughs> I want you. <laughs> I'm like, man, come on. Come on. I could not catch a break, man. Could not catch a break. And also, <laughs> shout out to... <laughs> also, <an> alley. <laughs> That's terrifying, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> Dude, Ali, man. I mean, I don't even know how I didn't get into a car accident because I, 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 I ran all stop signs. It was crazy, bro. Like, yeah. If y'all want to know more about that story, man, I, I definitely uh, backtrack and find the episode that was that and, and put it in a. Uh, next episode, shout it out in the next episode. But <laughs> dude, that was crazy. And also, big shout out to this face, man. We got to bring this face back. But oh yeah. I actually got an interesting semi this face question I wanted to ask. It's kind of like a this face mailbag question that I got for you towards the end of the show. So uh, I I hold that in. But shout out to this face. You know all the all the battles that we had. And um, looking forward to revisiting that too as well. But that's that's it. Those are some good. That's a good. That's a good top ten. And good top ten. Show. So let's get right to it, man. With this NBA, man. Like, <laughs> uh, I was on vacation. For those that don't know, this is the reason why it took so long for us to do an episode. <laughs> I was I was out in Cali, man. I was out in Cali, and uh, I went to Yosemite. Napa Valley and San Fran. So I was Oh, you nice hit up Napa Valley. Yeah, hit up Napa Valley. Oh man, it's dope. We actually it did is, a hot air. Bro. We actually did a hot air balloon, bro. Nice, nice. Did you yeah. go to the any of the wineries? Oh yeah, we went to a winery. I don't know what the exact name of the winery we went to, but it was nice, man. I felt bougie, man. I felt man, I was out there with the rich folks. You knew me, man. Oh man. Oh. We had a chick. That was serving our wine. Her name was Cynthia. You probably would have, you know, I, I should have told Gates, gave you a shout out to Cynthia. I don't know if she would have knew who he was, but uh, yeah, well, it depends you know. on the wine. Did you, 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 you did you go to Roll? Man, I don't, I don't remember, man. I'm not good with like names and okay, uh, companies okay. and stuff like that. Uh, okay, it was actually another couple that we went with out there, and they they actually chose the winery. So I was like, oh, okay, you know, cool. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Uh, hit up Alcatraz Island in San Fran. You That's know, dope. That's got in touch dope. with my roots. Got, got to say hi to uh, Bumpy Johnson, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, yeah, Money Bumpy. in the Banks. 
Bumpy was in there. Um, it was quite a few people. Al Capone was in there. For Al Capone. Day. Yeah. 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 It's actually a couple of movies based off Alcatraz too. That's pretty good. So uh, I think Clint Eastwood is in. Is I think they did the one where uh, it was that movie where they escaped from Alcatraz using like a, a, a spoon. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> to, called Escape from Alcatraz. Ain't escape it? from yeah, Escape from Alcatraz. Yep. Yep classic movie so yeah that was dope and yosemite was amazing uh it's actually when you enter yosemite there's a you'll see an image that was actually captured by one of our watchtower articles is it, it was kind of like a it was like a picture of paradise but it actually mimics yosemite so we oh, were really? at that exact yeah. So we were at that exact location where that they got that shot from. So that was dope too. That was dope. So uh, yeah, just doing a little early uh, anniversary vacation. Our anniversary is in two weeks. Me and the wifey. So oh, know, congratulations. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah, we ain't. You know, we man. I don't know why. Air, man, shout out to these whack these whack airfares, bro. Like in June. Like, why is June the most expensive out of all months? I book a flight in May, cheap. Book a try to book a flight in June, dude. It's like triple the price. Yeah, that's because they know everybody on vacation. Yeah. So that's why we end up doing it in May, because it's like, man, you know, it's cheaper and you know, we could do a little bit more with our money. So but uh, yeah, we I was out and I say all that to say this. I was out in Cali. I was keeping up, following through with the with the NBA action and dropped the West Coast, East Coast prediction for the conference finals. I couldn't <laughs> my my reception was awful out there, so I couldn't do anything. Oh, but, man. Uh, yeah, dude, I don't, I don't know. It was because I was out in the you know, our Airbnb was just like out in the. The, the, the forest somewhere man it was it was crazy man it was crazy even under wi-fi like sometimes the signal just struggled so i was like all right whatever I, i'm gonna text people but i hope i hope they get it in time if they don't whatever <laughs> but yeah man uh the lakers got swept the lakers yes, got swept. sir I'm, yes, I'm very sir. happy. It's a happy day for MVP. Not only is this our five-year anniversary, but the Lakers have been swept. Um, I can't think of a better way to celebrate five years. Oh man, dude! I mean, it was lovely just just watching all of these these Le, LeBron stands. Just just all in their feelings. Just hurt. Ain't hurt. I ain't heard a single peep out of none of them. Well, let 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 me be clear. Like when when the Lakers beat the Grizzlies and then they turn around they beat the Warriors, I honestly had to take a step back and be like, okay, maybe they're better than I thought they were. Maybe they got it clicking. But we all know the Grizzlies' issues. They're young, dumb, and stupid. Right. Um, the Warriors just kind of seem to have laid down for them. They got some issues. Warriors got some issues because. There were some people. Unfortunately, the Warriors tried to rebuild while still winning, so they went all right. in on people like Kaminga and Jordan Poole, and we see how that's turning out. <laughs> so, um, plus, yeah, Draymond is a double agent. It's something about him, you know. Yeah, how you go? How you go on your podcast 
and blame everybody else except yourself. You sitting there passing in clutch situations, you're passing the ball to AD. And did you notice? If you notice, and I, I, I was, I had a, a Leonardo DiCaprio point at the screen moment. I said, didn't it look like AD was about to take the jump shot, but then he clicked, it clicked to himself. He was like, oh wait a minute, wait a minute, I'm, I went to Lakers still. And he just held onto the ball and took the foul. And I'm sitting there like, that dude was about to shoot the basketball. I'm like, these dudes are practicing. They are practicing yeah. during this series. Yeah. Every, yeah. Every, every time Draymond Green got the ball, it looked like he, he I was like, he about to turn the ball over. He about to, he about to do something stupid. Every time. And then want to get on the podcast. Yeah, you know, LeBron James, you know, he played a great game. AD was a monster out there. You was guarding AD, dummy. Yeah, you what ain't, are you you ain't talking hearing about. No, you ain't you ain't hear him giving the um the Kings props like that. No. He's out there flexing, flexing his muscles and, and getting into it with Sabonis. Wearing shirts, yeah, no. talking about some don't 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 forget about us. We still here. And, and and what happened to all that against the Lakers? It was it was just like uh you know, oh LeBron, he's just so oh he's doing this, he's doing that. Yeah, yeah, the fi- the fix the fix is in. But yeah. but but like I- I'm gonna get on this a little later too, man. But shout out to the Nuggets, man. The people have been so dismissive of the Nuggets all year. And Rod still are. We were calling it, bro. We were calling it early in the season. I know I called it after the um the KD. Tr- I think I lost you, Ian. I think I lost you. Well, what was the last thing you heard me say? I ain't hear nothing. <laughs> Okay, I was saying they, they have been so dismissive of the Denver Nuggets all year, particularly after Phoenix did the KD trade. And everybody was like, oh, Phoenix is a team to beat. Phoenix is a team to beat. They're the prohibited favorites to come out the West. And I said back then, I said, now what y'all saying is awfully dismissive of the Denver Nuggets and what they've been doing all year. And everybody was talking that that, that Phoenix mess. And everybody was picking the. Remember, everyone was picking the Warriors and Lakers to come out the West. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was saying then, it is a team called the Denver Nuggets that y'all keep forgetting about. Yeah, said it, Rodney. Yep. You know, so shout out to them, man. Shout out to Mike Malone for calling out the media and their constant coverage of the Lakers instead of just giving the Nuggets props for what they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. They're, they're healthy, man. They're healthy. Like, so, you know, the sky's the limit right now, man. Like, like, I was saying this. I was saying this. Man, you should have just heard the disrespect I was getting at the barbershops. You know, so many people coming at me. Oh, I told you the Lakers were going to make it to the playoffs. See, I told you the Lakers was going to win a series. See, I told you the Lakers were better than Golden State. And I sat there and I I was telling them, I said, listen, y'all ignoring Denver. So y'all don't think Denver can be Phoenix. No, man. Aiden going to stop Jokic. I'm like, okay. Y'all know Aiden soft, right? Aiden. Y'all know Aiden soft, right? DeAndre Aiden. Or is there another Aiden I should know about? No, no. DeAndre Aiden. The dude who doesn't want to be on his own team, that that Aiden. Uh, that Aiden, yeah, that guy. 
always butt hurt that he ain't getting the ball enough. He definitely that got a guy they thought was going to stop Jokic. Yeah, they thought he was going to stop Jokic. You know Jokic. what? You know what? These people don't watch basketball, man. And it's okay. It's okay to be like, you know what? I don't have league pass. I don't watch the Nuggets. They just watch the Lakers. Enough. They just watch the Lakers. I, right. They watch the Lakers and they just figure they know everything. It's like, bro, it's okay if you don't have league pass. Like, like <laughs> and you haven't been watching these teams. It's like, you don't have to just say nonsense. I mean. You thought DeAndre, they thought, they thought with a straight face that DeAndre Aiden was going to stop Jokic? They thought DeAndre Aiden was going to stop Jokic. And they did they did they think Chris Paul was gonna be healthy too? <laughs> oh oh oh! By the way, go back to the other podcast. Go back to the podcast after the trade deadline. What did we say about Phoenix? More than likely, one of them was gonna get hurt. Yep. And what happened? Chris Paul, right on schedule, gets hurt. And we said they gave up too much depth. Yep. Nothing off the bench. Because Cam Nothing Johnson and, and, and uh, Mikael Bridges, they they went over to Brooklyn and was balling. Yeah. Yeah. And now they're going to get a whole year together. And they and you're going to really see the mistakes that Phoenix made in that trade. And, and, and here's the other uh, a narrative that annoyed me. Well, you know, the Phoenix Suns, well, well, since KD has been, right, right when the playoffs started, since KD has been in their, in their, in their lineup, they, they're, they're undefeated. They, but yeah, but they only play eight games with them. Because when they traded for him, he wasn't even playing immediately because he was, wasn't he hurt? Yeah, he was hurt. He got hurt in practice and then shoot around. That's right. That's right. Okay, from John Moran's Magic Bullet. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, it was like they only played eight games with KD. And man, he almost made end. me spit my coffee out, man. <laughs> <laughs> And and it was on the tail end of the season, so it's like you're playing teams that have packed it in for the season. You're playing teams that are already securing their playoff positioning. I don't care if uh, y'all they went eight no at the very end of the season with KD. Like the playoffs is a different animal, different animal. But they, everyone wanna thinks everyone wants to think that we trade, we get an all star on the on the squad. Boom, we got the formula with championship team. I'm so glad Phoenix didn't advance. I am too. I am too. And I, I'm I'm glad they got blown out for the elimination game. Yeah, yeah. Blown out. Blown out. And then then we get into this Denver Lakers series and everybody talking about oh A D. And that's what I had going on in my in the barbershops, telling cats telling me, yeah, A D. He, he can stop Jokic. He's he can he's athletic. He could block shots. I'm like, <laughs> he said he could block shots. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, and and Jokic don't know how to play basketball. Is that what y'all saying? He won two MVPs back to back. Could have won three in a row. It could arguably have won three, honestly. Yeah. Now yeah. that and, we and saw what happened with Embiid. <laughs> yeah. Embiid disappeared in the playoffs. Everybody want to go down James Harden's neck. James Harden is not the leader of that team. James Harden won them two games. Yeah, James Harden was the only reason they went in it. <laughs> right. James Harden, the reason why they didn't get swept. And, like, and, and like, we, <laughs> we want to steal James, attack Harden. James, James Harden, Dylan Brooks, and Lance Stevenson are the most disrespected players in the NBA ever. I'm like, uh, James Harden only had nine points. 
Yeah, and 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 Embiid only had 15. And he's the MVP. He's the leader of that team. 15 points in an elimination game. <laughs> Harden game Harden won game one. Turned back the clock, won game one, and B wasn't back yet. And B comes back and he's a shell of himself. Yeah, man. That it's the it's the same, it's the same old habit with Philly, man. It's, it's the same old habit with Philly. Like we we all know about big game James with, with, with James Harden. We all know how he shrinks in big games. And Embiid is is always had health issues, man. Yeah. So I, I, all this, all this, all these, and they were coached by Doc Rivers, <laughs> right? Right. Doc Rivers should never coach in the NBA again. That should be his last job. Like he, I'm all sorry. The three, three two leads he been giving up. The three one leads. <laughs> I think he holds the record for the most blown three one leads in 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 history. He's he's Marty Schottenheimer with a ring. That's what he is. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he is, man. I mean, it's just it's it's terrible. He's he's his his playoff adjustments is terrible. He does not know how to make adjustments in the playoffs. I mean, his adjustments are just non-existent. No, he just sit there and just wait for his superstars to 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 to, to think about it and get that. They went. The Celtics went on a 15 zip run, and this man did not call a timeout. Yeah, after they score seven, you, you call a timeout, bro. Right. And then they run in the same play. The Celtics run in the same play, pick and roll, so that Embiid can end up on Jason Tatum, and Jason Tatum shoots a three over. Him. Every time, it, 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 it's. It, I was just like, man, if you a Philly fan, bro, listening to this podcast, y'all, I, I don't know, I don't know what y'all. I, I think y'all need to just not be Sixers fans no more, because <laughs> I don't know what to say anymore. First Ben Simmons, now this, like, <laughs> and Ben Simmons, yeah, go, go somewhere, go go somewhere and sit down, dude. Stop posting on. On social media, yeah, I'm sitting back watching the the Celtics game. Oh, Celtics dude, he had the Sixers. A, he got clowned for that. I'm so glad the internet came for him, came for his head. It's like you, you over here, you ain't, you ain't, you, you're not even playing, bro. Not, not, right. not because, not because you're injured. You just, you just not playing. No. And you gonna try to clown the Sixers in his in his million dollar house? You're not even playing, bro. The Brooklyn Nets they said you unplayable in the playoffs. <laughs> we gonna ride this out with Mikael Bridges and, and, and Ron O'Neill or Royce O'Neill and, and um, uh, who's the other guy? Uh, oh, uh, Claxton. Claxton, Finney Smith, and um, Steph. Uh, Steph Curry. Yeah, Dinwiddie, Spencer Dinwiddie. Yeah, we gonna ride it out with them. With yeah. instead of instead of you, the forty million dollar man, right? Because you're <laughs> unplayable. <laughs> oh man, tell me about it. Tell me about it. So who you got for the for the final? Well, man, the final finals ain't 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 set yet. I, I mean, okay. I got the. I, mean, I got. The, I understand Brooklyn. I'm not Brooklyn. Boston got a really good win in yesterday as of this recording. One game four. They stayed alive. 
people are talking all this comeback from a 3-0 run uh, stuff, and they could be the first team in history to do it. We'll see. I, I highly doubt it. I, I think they're a day late and a dollar short. But this is all, uh, ooh, excuse me, this has always been Brooke, uh, uh, Boston's uh, shortcoming. They always, they, they play around with their food too much. We saw it in the Atlanta series this year. Uh, we saw it with the with the Sixers. Um, they, they seem to play down to their competition. And the Heat just came in. It's this this go around and just punched them in the mouth, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's like it took them till game four to actually wake up. It's like, yo, y'all, y'all got the people say they're not they're not tough enough. And I kind of agree, man. I kind of agree. Everybody wants to call Grant Williams a clown for Oh, quote unquote, poking the bear with Jimmy Butler. Shout out to Dylan Brooks for contributing that term to the lexicon. Now, everyone's going, everyone's going jack his slang, but then dog the man who the, came up with the slang. I don't, I don't. Hey, think that hey, right. hey, he he need royalties, man. It's time to give up those royalties. We we, we gonna try to clown the dude, and then we gonna jack his slang. I don't, I don't get right. that. Yeah, they, get they, that. he need royalties, y'all. And the don't problem is there, and y'all ain't gotta give them royalties. The problem isn't that Grant Williams poked a bear or got in Jimmy Butler's face. The problem is that no one else on the Celtics wanted to do the same. Is it me or is that that Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum don't want to guard Jimmy? I think it's Jimmy. Uh, he's. I think he's seeking out Derek White on, de- on defense. Because the majority of his points have been on Derek White. So I don't know if they're avoiding him or I don't know if Jimmy's just zeroing on Derek White on the switches. Derek Wright need to go ahead and join the club. Maybe but that's a coaching. Better. That's a that's a coaching thing. If you notice Jimmy Butler is scoring most of his points on Derek White, why would why wouldn't you not put somebody else on him? Right. It's it's like double teams have been un, unheard of this year. No, they they just stick into their game plan. I know I know I know Emmanuel Stroka somewhere just laughing, just enjoying this these playoffs. Yeah, Joe Mazzulla is like every time the ca- camera goes to him, he's just like blinking hard and looking confused. And it's like, I get, I get it. He's a first year coach, but it's like he, he should be, he should be picking up some more stuff, bro. Like, put a different defender on Jimmy Butler. Yeah, man, because it ain't but working. I, I, I fear what they're doing right now. What they've done is a day late and a dollar short. I think Miami still got this because they, they still got. Was where's it's game game five is in. In, in where's Boston, it's, yeah, in, it's Boston. in Boston. So the Miami Heat get one more game, six, and then the last one's in Boston. Okay, but I don't know, man. I, I think I think it's a little too late for the Celtics, but it's like they play down in their competition, man. They don't they don't have that killer instinct. And like I said, it's like yeah, when Grant, you see Grant Williams getting in Jimmy Butler face, like support him. Don't be like, oh man, you shouldn't have done that. You made him mad. No, you getting Jimmy Butler face too, Jalen Brown, Jason Taylor. You tell Grant Williams, man, good job. Pat right. him on the back. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, I don't see, as far as the Celtics go, all this whole 3-0 comeback. I don't see David Ortiz on their team. I don't see Manny, uh, Manny uh, Ramirez on their team. I don't see a Pedro Martinez. I don't see the 4 Red Sox on y'all team, man. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, y'all not gonna repeat history in Boston, like, you know, this is too, like you said, it's too late. It's too late. Charles Barkley, 
continue to make plans for your grandbaby. You know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he won tonight. I wouldn't be surprised either, man. Because the Celtics play terrible at home. It's not like the home court advantage matters in this series. No, nah, it hasn't mattered yet. You know, so. so. So like, um, so so with that being said, seeing how it might be Denver and Miami. Oh man, my son is hating it too, man. He's a big Jason Tatum fan. He, oh. he just, <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. He wanted to see. He wanted to see Lakers Celtics, man. I, I had on sports radio in the car. They was talking about how the Celtics just rolled over in Game Three. He in the back just up with his head in his hands. Like, man, what's wrong with them? I'm like, hey, man, they ran across Jimmy Butler. That's what's wrong. That's what's wrong, man. And then he's gonna, your son's gonna hate Jimmy Butler for the rest of his life. Probably, probably. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he can join Chris Wynn then, man. You know, they can do a podcast together. And <laughs> 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 just fume hate on Jimmy, spew hate on Jimmy Butler for an hour and a half. <laughs> Now another thing I forgot, man. Remember, remember when um, Jokic and his brothers got into it with Jimmy Butler in the Heat? Yeah, I remember that. I remember I, are we that. gonna get to see a, a rematch with that? So I I'm actually, love to see it. I'm actually looking forward to that. So I got, I got Denver in six, man. I got Denver in six. Same here. I got Denver in six, no matter who they play, whether it's the Celtics or 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 the Heat. I got, I got Denver in six. Uh, barring some breakdown, mental breakdown by the Denver Nuggets, I think they win this series in six. Um, I think it'll be a better series if Miami played Denver uh, because you got two teams that are pretty systematic and yeah, and well coached and well coached. So you're gonna get some great basketball. Like for people that is all butt hurt about no Lakers, no Golden State, no Boston, no none of the popular teams. Dude, if you're just a purist, an NBA purist like like me and Ian and a lot of other people that listen to this podcast, man, just sit back, enjoy the finals, man. Enjoy a great series. Right. No, no team makes it to the finals. That's whack. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> like, right. Like they're in the finals because they're good. We sat up and watched the Spurs win five championships. They wasn't the most sexiest team to watch on TV, but we appreciated Tim Duncan. We appreciated watching Tony Park and all those. You know, competitive. Honestly, I think that 05 series between the Pistons and the Spurs was one of the best series. To me, I felt that like that finals was one of the most underrated finals ever played. Yeah. Yeah. But, you yeah, know, go, go back to the YouTubes on that one. Go back to the YouTubes. You'll see how competitive that series was. But so I think it's going to be kind of similar to that series where you're going to have two teams. You know, they're not equally matched, but they, their styles are equal. And you're going to see some really good basketball. So, and shout out, and man, shout out to Jamal Murray, too, man. Yeah. I wonder who they're going to put on. Probably Jimmy, I would assume. Yeah, and they, they do. Both teams have shooters. Now, Denver does have the advantage in inside. Because, like, I just don't see Bam Adebayo being the answer for Jokic. I feel sorry for him, man. I feel sorry for him. And, and and Jokic is a guy that you try to stop. You can't really stop him one-on-one because he has eyes all over the court. So if you try to double him, if you try to kind of body him up and he'll find a cutter in a heartbeat or find somebody wide open or he hit you with that little baby hook shot, like the dude is unstoppable. He's unstoppable. And people, man, 
dude espn crew dude was the worst crew to do this series i wish tnt was was doing that series in comparison to uh you know the bull you know the miami i felt like miami heat celtics should have been on espn instead and lakers and denver should have been on tnt because i feel like their crew is very neutral when it comes to talking about the teams involved i feel like when they were on espn man it was just the lakers show what the lakers aren't doing right what the lakers are doing wrong and what the lake what LeBron needs to do this so they need to make an adjustment here ad needs to do that every time the lakers score you hear mike bring bang oh my god it puts it in and, and then when the the the, the Denver and, Nuggets and, mark score, ja- and mark jackson lebron is the most unappreciated star oh my god man <sighs> Oh my god! Like, like, really? Every time you know, Denver he, score, oh, Denver scores the basket. Let's, let's or they're they're like that meme you sent. Uh, they're having conversations about other things when when the the Denver Nuggets have the ball. Right, right, right. Jokic for two. <laughs> right. Like I once died at an Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know what's so funny, Rodney? It was clear to me. It was clear to me from the way they were calling the game and reacting to the game. This was clearly Mark Jackson's first time actually watching Nikola Jokic. It was. It, I could tell by his reaction. It's like, bro, this this man been a beast for like six or seven years. He's like, oh, you, he's, he's he's actually good. It's like, yeah, bro, yeah. Imagine that. Uh, Two time MVP is actually good. Oh. Uh, shout out to Lisa Salters. Uh, she went on the Rich Eisen show. Uh, uh, like I think after game one and she was humble enough to admit she was like yo I was like we don't our network don't cover the nuggets so she said that was her game one was her first time ever seeing Jokic play live and she said she was blown away yeah she said that's that's her first time covering the nuggets while 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 Jokic was there, shameful, 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 and and she said she got she she said it kind of made her upset. Like why why was when we having more games? She could she kind of low key called out ESPN on on the Rich Eisen show. That's was great. Like, like yo, I, why why wasn't we covering this team? That's great. Yeah, bro, you could tell. You could tell. Like this is his first time really watching Jokic. It's like, wow, this this dude don't never even watch them. <laughs> and then they they interviewed Tristan Thompson during the break on what was that game three or game oh four? Oh my god! I didn't even know I didn't even know Tristan Thompson was still in the league. I thought that, Tristan that Thompson just... was like like riding away on like a Cleveland bench or something. <laughs> <laughs> Last time I seen him, he was on NBA Today. He was on oh my he Tristan on... Thompson's with the Lakers. <laughs> He was on NBA Today during the trade deadline with Malika Andrews and all them. Wow. Talking yeah, about all even, the trades. I didn't even I didn't even know he was still on the team. But yeah, man, you got the you got the Denver Nuggets who 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 get who have no media coverage going against the Miami Heat who have no real fans. It's like <laughs> the Heat are doing good. If they had some actual fans, I'm sure they'd be happy. <laughs> the fans don't show up to the fourth quarter. Right now, they just got a bunch of uh, rich douchebags who just show up in the third quarter and put on white shirts and, you right. know, 
Who, right. Who's I mean, on the team? Botox who's on the team again? Is D Wade still on the team? Oh, it's not D Wade. It's Jimmy Butler. Okay, all right. I guess we'll root for him. Right. <laughs> I'm like, man, because I'm watching them manhandle the Celtics. I'm like, man, if they had some fans, they'd actually be excited right now. Right. It, I mean, the, the you know, to, to Caleb Martin and and Vincent, you know, balling out. They like who was these dudes? Oh, we don't know. This is uh, yeah, you know, just cheer for them hitting threes. Yay, whoever you are, uh, thanks. <laughs> he said, yeah, whoever you are. <laughs> yeah, like uh, uh, thanks, thank you, man. What's this? What's that kid? What's that kid's name again? Like, come on, man. So yeah, yeah team I, with I, no I, media coverage versus a team <laughs> with no fans. Imagine that. But I'm gonna have a good time watching it, man. Like if Jimmy Butler pulls off the. The unthinkable bro like where does this put him in like the pantheon man dude i jimmy man i i, I he's defying all odds man like i didn't see this coming i if you would have told me back in the mid 20 teens that jimmy was gonna eventually got a team to two final nba finals appearances i wouldn't have believed you i wouldn't believe you either well, honestly well, I, don't know. I don't know like because I was a big early Bam Adebayo fan. Like, I didn't know that he was going to be so inconsistent. And Most when they big men up, are. When they picked up nice. Oladipo, I was like, oh, okay, they, they might have, have something here. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't have been shocked. But if you told me that, like, they were going to beat the Bucks and Celtics on their way to the finals, I wouldn't have believed you. No. No, I mean, they barely made it out of the play-in. Bro, they were about to lose to our Bulls, man. Right. That's what makes me so mad. It's like, all you need is is one break, one good game to catch, catch fire, catch momentum. And the sky's the limit, man. That's what's so frustrating with the Bulls, man. Speaking of that, and I've been the seeing this question. The Heat lost to the Atlanta Hawks. I know. Blown out. They got blown out by the Hawks. Blown out, and, then we're, and we're about to lose to the Bulls. Now here they are about to be in the finals. Yeah, man, crazy, crazy. Now I've been seeing this question flying around on the internet uh, about the Bulls. Is this the? Do you think this is the Bull' biggest mistake in their franchise? Letting go of Jimmy. Was it that they let him go, or was it that he left? Honestly, well, they traded him, right? That's how we ended up with Zach Levine. But honestly, I mean, you could say it's a mistake, but on the flip side, okay, if we had kept Jimmy, then what? Like, they were headed down. Like, people forget the year before we traded Jimmy Butler, we had D-Wade here and, and Rondo here. In the wake of the guard packs era, talking about, oh, we're gonna get younger, we're gonna get more athletic, and then they pick up, they pick up D Wade and Rondo, and it's like, okay, wait a minute, what are you guys doing? And then, you know, they both get hurt in the playoffs, in the series against Boston, we end up getting taken out by Boston. So now it's like, okay, now what? Like, I thought we were building around Jimmy. And so they decided, hey, we're going <laughs> to, you know, I don't think if Jimmy would have stayed longer with the Bulls, the Bulls organization, their their front office wouldn't have been smart enough 
or uh, their scouts would have been uh, done their research to, to build a team around was, Jimmy. That's true, and I think there's more to the story that we're forgetting. Like, wasn't didn't he hadn't didn't he go to management or something that was like complaining about certain players? Yeah, that were that were too soft, and but management didn't like him complaining. Like, yeah, it was. Yeah, it, and that's what culminated into the Minnesota trade, and it was like, didn't he like not like Hoiberg or something? But they were all yeah, they, they chose Hoiberg. Yeah, they 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 sided with Hoiberg over Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, it was a lot of things that went wrong there that ended up ended it with his departure. So yeah, it, I mean, was it a mistake at the end of the day? Yeah, but even if we held on to him, I don't think. I don't think we'd be like the looking like the Miami Heat right now. No, we wouldn't. We wouldn't. Oh, and guess what? Around that time, that that uh, a little bit after Jimmy and ended up getting traded, I think the following year they had had signed Max Struess to their practice squad, and they ended up letting him walk. I remember he ended that. Ended up with yeah. the Heat. So now you got. All of this <laughs> talent that we once had, now they're with the Heat. But like I said, it, it was a mistake. I'm not going to sit here and say it was the biggest mistake ever, you know, because after really sitting down and doing my research, I'm like, eh, there were some factors that led to Jimmy being out of here. And it was uh, it was actually both parties that played a factor in that. It wasn't one-sided. Yeah, because I don't think he really wanted to stay, even if they had kept him. Let's say they signed him to a four-year contract. Like he he would have walked away or opted out of that last year or something. Like I'm sure. If anybody made a big mistake, it was Philly. Uh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, that's what really made the mistake. That's what really made not the Bulls. I think the because eventually when you're with a franchise for so long, especially with this new era of basketball and these new era of players that they'll stick around with a team for five years, then they want out. Like. You know, he he goes over to to Philly. It took a miracle shot for Kawhi Leonard to beat them. And, you know, they end up choosing Tobias Harris over Jimmy. It was just like, you know, Philly haven't been the same since. So. Yeah, Philly, the Philly culture is like, it's just messed up. Like, like Bill Simmons did a very excellent breakdown of like, Philly and like all the mistakes they've made over the years, like culminating it all the way up into now. And it was it was very entertaining. <laughs> Speaking of Bill Simmons, do you think this do you think it will be time to blow up the Celtics? No, no. I I I get annoyed when I hear that talk. It's like there are 30 teams in the NBA. Boston is still amongst one of the final four standing. And they've lasted one game longer than LA. So Final three, I guess you could say. That's not a team you blow up. No, it's not. Talk to any Bulls fan. We would have loved to have been one of the final four teams standing. Yep. You got you got a young core. You got some things to figure out on the coaching end, but no, don't 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 don't, don't blow up the team because you're losing to the team that beat the Bucks. Like. Right. Have a little more patience, okay? Yeah. Y'all are doing good. It's not like y'all have been scrubs this whole time. Like, just pump the brakes on that a bit. Like the Nuggets, the Heat, 
And the Celtics, y'all are one of these franchises that can kind of like cook your own food. Yep. You know, and, and then and then show up like boom, we're good. Y'all not y'all not pulling like y'all not doing what the Lakers did or what you know the Mavericks or New York Knicks or the the, the Brooklyn Nets tried to do, which is just put a bunch of or if the Suns try to put a bunch of all stars together and win a chip. It's like you're very good at like talent development. So keep riding this out, man. You're one of the final four teams standing. That's not, and you're young. That's not a team you blow up. No, it's not. It's not something you blow up. I agree. I agree. I don't think uh, that's the answer. Cause it's like, where do you, you know, what, what do you do? You know, like you don't really have no real assets, especially if you're, you're keeping, cause Part of the blow up is not getting rid of Jason Tatum, right? Because you're not gonna trade him. You know, you just he's like your your centerpiece. All the questions is surrounding Jalen Brown, but it's like, what are you gonna get to replace Jalen Brown? You need they need better coaching. They need they a coach. Better coaching. Figure out how to utilize Jalen Brown better. Yep. And then once Al Horford gets too old, which he is, he's getting he's he's entering that area. Find a replacement for him. You know, plug in some holes that you see that are are going to be of a need to fill, and then go move on from there. You got you got Brogdon there. You know, I think they signed Gallinari at the end beginning of the season. People forget he tore his ACL in the preseason. He's out. They could have had him coming off the bench. Like you got pieces, man. Just I don't think blowing it up is the answer. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. So, like, you know, miss me with all of that, man. Miss me with all of that. I, I got I got a bunch of awards for the Lakers, so I'm not going to really get into, you know, more Lakers slander until the end of the show. But let's go to the commercial break, man. Get into this train of thought. All right. All right, we back. All right, all right. So uh, MVP train of thought, man. I actually got a question for a change. <laughs> Rubbing my hands like Birdman on this one. So uh, I just want to ask you real quick, Ian. Have a girl that is not your speed. And with this girls I'm talking about. Aggressively tried to date you and wouldn't take no for an answer. Yes. Yes. Please share. Um, so, and I'm no doubt going to have to edit these, this name out. <laughs> you might not even roll in this circle because it's like, in my late teens, early 20s, like, I traveled a lot in like that, like, I, I was, I, 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 I hung out a lot in like that kind of like, South suburban Northwest Indiana circuit or circle. Were, were you ever familiar with any friends out that way? Uh, sort of, sort of. Probably in passing. Oh. 
there was a sister i can't remember that last that last name it was two sisters but um do you remember You said you said no. No, no, I don't remember them. I don't remember. Okay. But the younger one, uh who was who was cute, kinda had a liking for me. However, she was on the very she was very skinny. Like, and like <laughs> I'm I'm less superficial now, of course, now that I'm an older person, you know, and I've matured, but I wasn't really going in for the skinny minis back then. Mm-hmm. And she, she was a sweetheart. And like, I can't remember if her sister was interested in either my brother or my, my homeboy Echo at the time. Because we were we were hanging real tough with him. But like we we would go out to a lot of outings and they would they would kind of always be there. And um she it, word got back to me that she was feeling me, but she never, in, in all fairness to her, she never shot her shot. At me directly. It was always through word of mouth, through our friends, um, through my homeboys. Like, yeah, you know, she really feeling you. She really feeling you. Whenever we would go out to eat, like, like at Chili's or Bennigan's or something, she's always sitting down right next to me. And you know, I was Rodney. You know, I'm, I I like the you know, I like the Persephone's. I like the you know, the the more substantial women. You know, yeah, the the, the triple T's of the world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> and that's 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 what I was on. Like that's what I married. And and you know, like looking back on it, man, like I probably should have been more forthcoming about my intentions cuz I always kept things cool. You know, and she was just she was always around just kind of putting herself out there and I, I do feel a little bad about it i didn't i don't think i let her on but it was just like yeah and what everybody's saying is true she she is kind of feeling your boy and you know i i mean like looking back on it now like i'm 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 satisfied with how things worked out how my life worked out all of that but you know maybe maybe you know i could have given it a, a chance because she was cool she was a sweetheart but I was on this whole kick about, oh, I need a chick with a fatty and, you know, and, you know, and, and all of that. And like, uh, you know, that wasn't cool to me. That wasn't cool to me. Because <laughs> like, 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 I know I'm an older person. Like, I would never, I would never advise my son that way. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I would, I would, I, I would encourage him. Like, you know, you want to, you want to. Uh, to get with a girl who's spiritual you want to get with a girl got the head on her shoulders who supports you you right. know um you know who who's down for you you know and and supportive and makes you feel good as opposed to just going in for like you know looks and a bodacious body and all of that so and then there was another chick now now this was a worldly chick who i actually mm-hmm. went to grade school with and I didn't even know she was feeling me uh, at first because she was a she was a grade over me, and okay. we um I was really cool with her cousin who was in my grade, and I ran into her when I was like in my early twenties because for those who don't know, there's a funeral home that a lot of Southsiders go to very frequently, <laughs> um, <laughs> and she worked at that funeral home. And every time I would go to a funeral at that funeral home, I would bump into her. 
and she we even like exchanged numbers at one point like because she was she was she was cool but then like it became very evident very early like that you know she she was kind of on something more so you know i just kind of kept her at arm's length fast forward rodney she has a kid <laughs> that goes no. to the same school as my son wow so I see her frequently, you know what I mean? Like she she's not she's not on that tip anymore about like, you know, trying to get up with me. I, I she might have a partner now, I'm not sure. Um, but I, I still see her. I saw her yesterday at an art fair I went to at my son's school. Mm. And we all we're always been cool, we always been cordial and exchange niceties whenever you see each other. You know, not bad looking, but like, you know, I just back then I wasn't on I, when I say back then, I mean in my 20s. I wasn't on hollering at worldly chicks. Now, high school, yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was tough in high school for me. Hey, it wasn't tough for me. I just gave in. I'm like, I ain't about to fight this battle. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's a little history there. That's a little history there, but like uh it's just it's just crazy how things work out and people just you're always seeing them like throughout your life at some point because it's whatever some kind of connection you know right wow man that that's that was some good stories man that was some good stories that's crazy you bumped into it and they man that's crazy you know, worldly people, they believe in all that. Oh, the, 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 the ancestors, the, the spirits, uh, they want us to become one. It's full circle, you know. And that means something. No, man, no. It's just, it just so happened, man. We just found this school to be affordable, and we got our kids here. <laughs> right. It's a good school. It's the best school on the South it's a, Side. So I it's a good, exactly, exactly. It, it's, why can't it just be that, you know? But anyway, man, yeah, I got a. It, it was one sister in particular. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, she used to have a huge crush on me, man. And I was not attracted to her at all. And <laughs> it's what's funny. <laughs> what's funny is I was super cool with her brother, her older brother. And we used to, I used to kick with her older brother all the time. But. And he kind of he already knew that he, he, this was the weird part about this whole situation. What got things off to a bad start with her, with me and her brother, they were going to our they started going to our congregation. This was like around, I would say, 99, maybe 98, 99. They started going to our hall and she <laughs> I would, one day her brother came up to me. And it might segue into your next MVP train of thought question. But she had her brother play wingman to try to get me. Wait a minute. So he had a, a chick of his own? No, 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 no. So she had she she had her her brother say, I like, I, you know, I like, I really like, you know, I'm just using this as an example. I really like uh, uh, Rodney over there, so why don't you come on in and, uh, you know, sway him over towards me type of deal. And I was like, so he comes up to me and he's like, 
Yeah, Rod. So, uh, how you doing, man? My name, you know, is such and such and such, such, you know. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on? What's going on? This is the first meeting with us. First meeting with us. He was like, yeah, um, I was wondering if uh, you'd be interested in dating my sister. And I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah, she like you, man. So the first uh, meeting? Wondering. First meeting, bro. First do meeting. Do I know them? Uh, do you know? Uh, you got to block this one out. Nah. No. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, his sister used to like me. And um, I think, honestly, I think she still did. But, uh... I was like, I told him. I kind of told him in a disrespectful way. I was like, I'm sorry, <laughs> man, but your sister ain't my type, bro. <laughs> oh, jeez. So she told he he went back and told her, and she didn't take offense to it. She didn't take offense to it. She kept trying, man. She kept throwing me signals. Kept throwing me all types of you know all, you know gave me. When she finally got a cell phone, uh, like a couple of years later, I get this text message. And I'm like, <laughs> who is this? I don't know how she got my number, bro. And I think her brother gave it to gave her my number because I was, I, me and, despite that little situation, me and started, you know, connecting a little bit because I heard he, you know, I started learning that he was a hip hop head. Ah, okay. And so, okay. so we was bouncing hip hop off each other. You know, he, we, I think one day we was just, having a random conversation out on field service and he just admitted to listening to the new Ghostface album at the time it was Supreme Clientele and I'm like you listen to Supreme Clientele? You listen to Wu-Tang? He's like yeah man I listen to all that I'm like so we just got into a huge conversation about hip-hop and <laughs> me and him started getting close and so he started getting his hair cut by me and everything him and CC started kicking it together because him and CC was like I don't know if he was around the, he was like a little bit older than me. So, you know, he had this, he was a weird dude, man. He was a, he was a weird dude. He was a weird dude, but he was cool. Um, And so I think he gave her my number and I text, <laughs> I text her back and she told me who she was. And I was like, oh snap. So. <laughs> She'll text me Set you up stuff, for the okie doke. Set me up for the okie doke. How's things going? And all this other stuff. I'm like, oh, I'm just over here cutting hair. Like, whatever. You know, like, just. And one day, one meeting, we at the hall. Brother goes up to the platform. That meeting is over. You know how they make that announcement at the end of the meeting. Brother goes up for the, uh, on the platform, reads her name off as disfellowship. Snap. Two months later, her stomach big. She got pregnant. I'm like, wow. Wow. Dodge the bullet, man. Dodge the bullet. But it was well known that she liked me in the congregation. <laughs> so people were kind of blaming me for the reason why she got this fellowship. What that got to do with you? Talking about, oh, if you would have gave her a chance, she wouldn't have messed up. I'm like... How y'all know? What that gotta do with what, you? What do they gotta do with, and, and on, on that, what does that gotta do with me? 
But yeah, she ended up getting Man. pregnant, having a kid. Yeah, yeah. I remember seeing her years later at a convention. Years later at the convention. And uh, I was doing parking and she was walking into the Kingdom Hall with her now three kids. Ooh. And yeah, with her now three kids. And I barely noticed who she was until she told me her name. And I was like, oh, daughter, okay. Uh, hey, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, everything, you know, you know how it is when you see, see nobody, you chop it up a little bit and then, and she like, oh, these my three kids. My son probably don't remember you. <laughs> he was oh, like, you got dang right. You don't remember <laughs> <me>. <laughs> but yeah man like i was shocked to see her but i mean it was good that she was still still in the truth doing a thing it was just ne never there man it was never there and i i remember stan told me rumors about her too another reason <laughs> another big reason why i avoided her because stan told me some rumors about her that uh she she uh you know uh, it's down with the get down. She's down with the get down. Yeah, thank you, Ian, for cleaning that up for me. Yeah, she's down with the get down. And I was like, oh, really? He's like, yeah, man. I heard from uh, he was Nah. Oh, okay. But uh, they their their daughter used to hang with her a lot, and her daughter told us she had got caught by her mom doing something. Uh, a little strange to some random whirly cat and Ooh. it got around to the kingdom hall quick and this was yeah. before she got this fellowship she didn't get this fellowship for that she just got she oh, just got man. a little you know she just probably got a little private for it so like, so so let me ask you this what what initially made you not interested was she just not attracted to you was it it was it just, a, yeah i just wasn't attracted to her she wasn't my speed man like she wasn't an ugly girl she wasn't an ugly girl but she was just not my speed not what i was looking for and and, 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 and honestly and, and she was cool she was cool I, I would she was one of those that you know she can take it like if you roast us she'll roast you back like, cause you know how it is. You're trying to get a woman off you. You start roasting her a little bit, you know, try to make her not like you on purpose, but that didn't work. She was loving all the roasting. She was absorbing it. Uh, that's, that's the, them the best types. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Wow. Wow. Talk about dodging a bully, man. But yeah, we've all heard those stories about um girls getting caught in the act of doing stuff like i remember this well let me not get into that <laughs> let's get into your let's get into your uh train of thought man so my train of thought was one that now now in hindsight bro because I, I i prepare for this we're gonna have to do a part two rodney we're gonna have to do a part two yeah we do part two and invite nick in on that maybe if he's if he's game i wanted to know your best and worst jw wingman stories those times where you went out with a homeboy he had a girl his girl had a girl you came along for moral support and things either went really really sideways and downhill or a time where things kind of went your way unexpectedly 
that only happened to me one time. I was with Stan. I, I can't, I cannot mention this girl's name on this podcast because me and you know her very, very well. But uh, well, I'll edit it out either way. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. Stan was was uh, actually at one point was dating. Um, you know. Uh, I know of her. I, I don't know her personally though. Hell, Sam, Sam Lee. Oh, okay, man. Stan got around. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. We gonna really have to edit this. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm not gonna edit. I'm not gonna edit Stan's uh, name because he he right. ain't no longer around. So right, right, right. He ain't no longer around. But 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 just them, just them too. Uh, cause you know. Uh, he wanted OGs. He wanted OGs. So, but yeah, like so. <laughs> Stan was this when he found out. You know, he started. He went. He went out with her a couple of times, and she had a friend. And he would. You know, he called me up. And was like, "Hey, man, I'm about to go to this gathering tonight, man. Uh, man, this girl, she, she, she nice, man. I found a nice one." And she got a friend, man. You might, you might, you might dig her a little bit. I was like, oh, okay, all right, I'll go with you. So went, and you know how it is when you go to a gathering. It's a house, it's an outdoor gathering. It's late, it's dark outside. So I've, I got this notion about you know, seeing chicks, meeting meeting girls when it's dark outside. <laughs> I'm mm. like, I don't trust it because it's like I don't see all their features. So I get there and Stan introduces me to the other girl. And honestly, I think it was both ways. She was not feeling me at all. And I was not feeling her one bit. Like in the dark, she didn't look attractive. And so I'm like, man, she don't look good in the dark, bro. Like daylight time. No, nope, nope. And our personalities didn't click at all. It was just me watching Stan and, and just, you know, mingling. That's it. And I, I was having the worst time of my life. So y'all basically just chaperones. We were basically just chaperones, man. That's pretty much it. I was oh, ready to a, go. That's a tame story. <laughs> yeah, I, I was. I, I was, dude. I, it was. It was a wasted night, man. I could have been at home playing video games or something, man. Wow! Wow! <laughs> okay, another wasted night. What another whoa, wasted night? Whoa! <laughs> hey, what can you say? <laughs> oh, what about you, man? Oh, bro, I got some whoppers. You want to hear the good one or the bad one first? Let's go with the let's go with the good one. Okay. So, um, my homegirl, my homegirl, um, who I who I've, I've always been tight with since my teen years, um, you know, fa- fairly attractive sister. Me and my homeboy at the time, um, you're showing right now. We were going out with her and her homegirl. Uh, her, her name was. Uh, like very like she was pretty like like was pretty but in a very like exotic looking way like and i remember my homeboy man he had a crush on both 
and and one night we were linking up because had the car and um we went we went out to the to see oceans 11 at okay. um that's how long ago this was at the movie theater on 87th and chatham mm-hmm. and me and we were riding up front and then we were riding in the back and like you know my boy shout out to him but he was being mad thirsty that night he was acting mad thirsty like i don't even know how how i ended up with him because he wasn't my traditional ace you know what i'm saying right. um but we were fairly cool and mm-hmm. he, he had a huge crush on both of them but he really particularly liked mm-hmm. so um we, we we go to this movie theater we uh we see the movie we're getting out the movie theater now i don't know how long it's been since you've been at that theater but back then it was it was kind of it was kind of thugged out it was kind of it was thugged out bro it was kind of thugged out in 2001 and um like we were we were hanging around because we ran into some other witnesses that were going to see some other uh movie or at a see the same movie at a different time but we we saw them in the lobby so we're kind of like hanging around in the lobby chopping it up and um old girl was not feeling my boy at all you know what i'm saying he he wasn't the best looking cat and he was kind of immature and he was acting super thirsty and there was some there was some worldly dudes like thugged out cats like hanging around in our vicinity so they see the two of them the two chicks were with so they start trying to holler at them like super aggressive mm-hmm. and the chick the chick the chick, <laughs> the chick was like no nah, i'm with somebody and like grabs my hand what yeah and you know i'm i'm trying to be cool because i mean like my relationship with both of them was 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 purely platonic you know but i could i could i could read the room i could see what was going on and you know i'm like okay i i, I do you this solid because you, you ain't you don't want these these thugged out cats getting all aggressive with you so she grabs my hand like no i'm with somebody and then so then they try to holler at <clears throat> my home girl she says the same thing and grabs my hand my other hand <laughs> <laughs> oh, she took it a step further. They looking at me like, oh man, you got it like that? You got it <laughs> like that? And my boy, man, he he's mad sour, right? Because, you know, you would think <laughs> she wow. would have just defaulted to him. So mm-hmm. we we walk out the theater. I'm walking out the theater with both of them under my arm. <laughs> we get back in the car. And a homegirl gets back in the driver's side or whatever. And a homegirl is kind of like keeping the act going. Wow. So I'm, you know, I'm riding. I'm, I'm 17. I'm 18 years old at this time. I, I my, my devil horns hadn't hadn't broken off yet. I, I, I at least had one devil horn still up. Um, <laughs> so needless to say, that was a fun night. That <laughs> was a fun night. <laughs> But t- and totally unexpected. Hey, totally man. unexpected. I like the round of applause, man. Round of applause. <laughs> you know, I just roll with it, man. I just roll with it. You know, <laughs> like, I, that's, right, just, <laughs> that's just how I was back then. So that was that was the good one. Um, man, man, I got a lot, Rodney. I had to write them down. I got seven different stories. So let me jump to the bad one. So mm-hmm. I think. 
was I a ministerial servant at the time? I might have been a, a servant at the time. I was like around like 19, 20. No, no, I had to be like only like 19. It was a nine, yeah, because it was like 2003. So um, we were rolling with my homeboy Echo, who, you know, he he hung out with nothing but witnesses for the most part, but he himself was not baptized. And shout out to my, my boy Echo. He's in Hollywood right now doing his thing. He, he's even booked a, quite a few parts, you know, on some, on some CW shows. So shout out right. to him. And, you know, he was a mad charismatic cat even back then. You know, I always knew he was going to do something special in life. And, you know, rolling with him, we, man, dude, we was like, we was, we was like the X-Men, bro. Like, because he had, he had his, his groupies, you know what I'm saying? I had my people I had connected with that I was down with. And, you know, it was real easy to, to, to link up with females, like on the weekends. So we were sitting around in my house one day. It was, it was me, my brother, Echo, uh, my, my other homeboy, Lamar. I think it was just us four. No, no, Rob was there too. Rob Scott. Oh, Rob Scott. Okay. Yeah, shout out to my boy Rob. And um, we were. It was like a weekend. Our plans fell through. Something we were planning to do hadn't happened. And we, we were trying to get into something that night. It was a Saturday. Mm-hmm. So Echo says, "No, I, I know some chicks that want to kick it with us tonight." So he was like, okay, bet, call him up, you know, I, I, and, and, you know, we, we can make that happen. So he calls him up, he talks to this chick. He's like, yeah, yeah, they game for hooking up tonight. Let's, let's go. They want to go bold. So we all mm. fell into the car. Rob, Rob had a, um, he had a, a PT Cruiser at the time, back when PT Cruisers was still kind of new. Yeah, when it was the thing, everybody had one. Yeah, it was like the it car. He had a PT Cruiser. So we fell into the car. We riding out to South Holland to go meet up with these sisters, right? And on the way out there, um, I was like, oh, by the way, what congregation they go to? Oh, man, they not witnesses. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, snap. So I'm like 19, 20 at this point. I'm trying to get my life together, Rodney. I'm trying to get my life together spiritually. So I'm like, I'm like, man, I don't know about this, fellas. You know, maybe we should abandon the mission. Like, I know some chicks on the west side. I could just call them up. And they like, no, 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 we on our way out there now. So I'm like, man, I don't think this is a good idea, but I'm outvoted. I'm outvoted. So I'm in the car. I'm like, all right, well, it's whatever. So we get to the chick's house, that new echo or whatever, and the father answers the door. So he's like, oh, hey, fellas, or whatever. Like, like, come come on downstairs. Let me talk to you for a second. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, great. What's this about? And we go down to the basement. He's talking to us. He got a pool stick in his hand, right? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking about he he about to pull an LL Cool J and like an N too deep or something on somebody. And um, <laughs> <laughs> he he's holding a pool stick and he's talking to us. Oh yeah, where y'all going tonight? Oh, we just going to the bowling alley at thus and such spot or whatever. Then we we might catch a movie then and come back. He's like, okay, okay, be respectful, be respectful. So it's February. He's like, oh, by the way, what did y'all do for Valentine's Day? So now we got to tell him, oh, man, we actually don't celebrate Valentine's Day because we witnesses, blah, blah, blah. It's super awkward, bro. It's super awkward. <laughs> I ain't feeling it at all. I'm not feeling it at all. So um, we, we, the girls come downstairs, whatever. They And then they're the, the, only one of them, the one who was the con- point of contact for my boy Echo, only one of them was attractive. 
The right. rest of her girls was like, I'm not even gonna get into that. But one of them had a mustache. I'll just say that. <laughs> <laughs> and there might have been one that was kind of decent looking, but it's like, once I found out that they were worldly, I, I was I was totally out. I was just mentally checked out. I'm like, I'm like, I'm not even gonna, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel you. Try to make this a thing. So we get to the movie theater. Echo and the girl he's talking to, they're they're hitting it off. Great. Mm. We, but it's clear we're not feeling them. I wasn't feeling them because they were worldly, but everybody else wasn't feeling them because they 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 didn't find them them attractive. So all it takes is one one chick, man, that one friend that starts hating. So she pulls the main chick off to the side. I ain't feeling them. They acting rude. They this, they that. So she she starts, the main chick starts complaining to my boy Echo. And he's like, all right, all right, well, we'll figure something else out. No, no, we're not figuring nothing out. We ending this, we ending this here. We ending this now. So I'm like, fine, whatever. I, I ain't wanna be here anyway. So we um <laughs> I, I'm the first one to, out the door, basically. I'm out the door. I'm at the car. I'm on my phone doing something. And, like, everyone starts coming outside into the parking lot. And then old girl, uh, the one who started complaining, the hater, she pulls up and starts yelling at us about how we ain't fine either. And we acting like they not they not attract, they not hot, and this, this, and that. And, and she, she tried to crack a joke on me. And, and call me common sense because like I was like I was dressed like common I had like, like <laughs> I had the leather jacket with the with the with the, with the crochet hat and the, the the thrift shop she going on she was like tell your boy common sense he is not doing it <laughs> you know they they peel off they peel off so so three months later me and my homeboy Lamar were in a gas station out around South Holland, and um, uh, we getting gas. We on our way to some some function, and this chick is in line. I notice in my periphery, I, I am me, and she's like, "Excuse me, do you know um, do you know Echo?" And I turn and look, and it's the same chick that was yelling at us in the parking lot. Hmm. And I look over at my homeboy Lamar. He puts his hood over his head and walks out the gas station. No, and, and the chick goes. Oh my God, I, I recognize you from when we went out with y'all. I just want to say I'm so sorry. I was so mean to y'all that night. You were nice and blah, blah, blah. And right. I'm so sorry it didn't work out. I was like, oh, it's all good. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, I, I, I was I was not trying to engage with them in any negative or positive way whatsoever. And shout so, out to her. She's an all-star. Yeah, shout out to her. That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, man, that that was a crazy one. That was a crazy wow. one. Um, cause I that I do, was the time, I do remember Echo though. I do. Remember that was the Echo. time in my life where it kind of started to click with me. Like, okay, I got to be better about my association and yeah. make sure everyone I'm with we're on the same wavelength and on the same page and and yada yada. Cause once I found out they was worldly, I'm like, yo, man, this is this is a this is an exercise in futility. Like, let's just call it and go back and do something else. And, but that nah, was kind of out there too, bro. Well, yeah, he was, but he wasn't baptized, so it was like it was right. what it was with him. But when you got four other dudes there, you kind of expect somebody else to kind of speak up and, and, right. and be with you, right? Um. So this is this is this is our fifth year finale, Rodney. I'm gonna throw in a bonus one. Go ahead, <laughs> man. Go ahead. I got time. You got time. All right. Good. 
I got to I got to about twelve thirty. Uh, uh, CST as of this recording. <laughs> right. So, um, you you remember a point in time where I was really hanging, not hanging tough with him, but hanging with him pretty often when I was hanging with 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 and Corey, right? Yeah, yeah, I remember. Because they stayed out Linnell's way. Mm-hmm. Um, and through Linnell, I was meeting a lot of people. So, me and me and we always kind of hit it off because we was both clowns. We was both really into Thurston How the Third. So, we, we connected on that, on that wow, savage tip, okay? Mm-hmm. And um, at the, t- at, this was like, man, what was this, 2000. Three, like later part of 2003 into 2004 and as as you probably remember Rodney I was talking to this chick at the time yeah, I, re- I remember I remember and uh there was a party there was a house party out in the hundreds my way um that this chick threw that I was really cool with and me and me and him were hanging out this particular weekend I was like man you should come through to this house party or whatever and he was like okay bet and I I called and invited her so they were all going to be there and um because this was like her first time really coming out to the hundreds to hang and she stayed out closer toward your way Rodney like like kind of yeah yeah I remember around the nine on, on western mm-hmm. and um <clears throat> so we at the party everything's cool I, I meet up with her there you know we shaking it up we talking or whatever and I'm like, oh yeah, this my boy, whatever. This my other boy, so and so, yada yada. So we're leaving the party, and you know, we 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 talking about the party afterwards. I was like, yeah, bro, you you meet anybody? You um, you meet anybody? You know, you you, you interested in there? You come up on anything? And he's like, he like, yeah, you know, I was really feeling, and I was mm. like, yo, pump the brakes there, playboy, you know, in so many words. I, to- I told him, like, you know, pump the brakes on that because you stepping on my toes with that one. Mm. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I understand, I understand. So then something else happened later. And see, because technically that night he was my wingman. That's why right. I, I put it under the wingman story. Because, like, right. it was a bunch of sisters there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So... I was like, okay, I'm I'm linking, I'm going to link up with this chick, and, and you come along, bro. You know, you never know who you might meet. So right. we're having a conversation later on, like probably that same weekend. And he's talking about her again. So I had another talk with him, like, hey man, pump the brakes on that. You stepping on my toes. So I had two conversations with this dude. Mm-hmm. Long story short, the two of them got to talking behind my back. I found out about it through her she felt bad about it and confessed and told me or whatever and was like oh but we could still talk yada 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 and i was like oh okay that's that's that i'm i'm good on that i'm good on that you know what i'm saying ain't no beef ain't no grudge i'm just good on that because i'm like okay i see what time it is with both of y'all so dude that kicked off a three year beef between me and this dude and i i hesitate to call it beef because it was one-sided like I had nothing against the dude. I didn't really want to mess with him anymore after that. But mm-hmm. I didn't, I wasn't actively grudging with him. Word right. was getting back to me that he was talking about, oh yeah, I, Rodney, I used to go to him for haircuts. Right. So I was still going to him for haircuts after this happened. And word is boomeranging, boomeranging back to me. Yeah, so-and-so said, yeah, I don't know why Ian coming over my house for haircuts, like everything cool. 
this, this, and that. Dang. Yeah, bro. And I was really trying to be peaceful about it and kind of like just let it go. Mm. And this kicked off a, like a kind of like a three year beef, bro. Like, and like, <laughs> so I had some people in my corner, Rodney, some, some, some cats that I was my, my day ones that were kind of like halfway inactive at this point. And these dudes were willing to stump a mud hole and do it for me. Okay. And I'm like, that's okay. That's okay. I ain't going to take it there. Okay. It's not worth taking it there. And then words started getting back to me about the stuff he was saying about me. So I'm like, all right, man, we might have to take care of this dude. And um, because my homeboy, my main homeboy I used to rap with, he used to work downtown around where he used to work. And he's like, yeah, I ran into homeboy coming out of his job. And I, I walked up to him. He was like, I walked up to him. I'm like, yeah, you know Ian, right? You know so-and-so, right? And dude was acting scared because I was holding an umbrella. I wasn't going to beat him with the umbrella. And he was like, he was like, yeah, dude was clearly shook. And, and, and he's like, man, just say the word. Like, we can take care of him. Because they, these cats I was rolling with, uh, Rodney, they, would, they, they weren't about like oh i'm gonna hold you down in the corner and tickle you and slap you around like no nah, they were they were down <laughs> stuff mud holding this dude and i, I was contemplating letting them. um but the only reason i didn't the only reason i didn't was because my mom knew his mom because hmm. they went to high school together hmm. they went to high school together and, and his older sister was always very very kind to me okay uh, she knew I was in the Afrocentric jewelry. She used to buy me jewelry from different art fairs and stuff like that. That's the only thing that saved him. Wow. Because things were getting, it, it was reaching critical mass because my brother, my brother Jerry had to step in. And my brother Jerry is, he's a savage. You know what I mean? That's oh, like, yeah, I know. You know, y'all don't want him getting involved because Jerry put in a phone call to best friend. Like, yo, what's this I hear about y'all? You know, talking about my brother. And I was like, oh no, it ain't like that. You know, we cool with Ian and, and yada yada. Or I'm cool with Ian. And Jerry was like, okay, you know, because if it go down, like y'all gonna have to see me. And just like, well, if it go down, it go down, you know. And, and I'm like, man, y'all don't want this. And then at the same time, another beef was popping off between and my boy Dave because my cousin really liked Dave. They thought Dave was doing, not doing her wrong, but leading her on or, or something goofy. Do you remember this, Rodney? I don't remember. I don't remember none of this, man. Ho hopefully, ain't listening to my podcast. <laughs> and, and they would. We going to say congregation now. <laughs> he, he, he was talking about, he was talking about jumping Dave. Mm. And when word got back to Linnell and Jerome, that he was talking about jumping Dave. Um, they was like, well, if he jumped Dave, we not gonna stand for that. And Linnell and Jerome and and um, I think even Nuke Nuki was involved. Yeah, Nuki was involved. Yeah, I think Nuki was involved. I remember partially this. Now, now it's starting to click to me. Now, and, start, and John because I think I was I was hanging with Linnell and them a lot at the time. Okay, and John Beckno, all of them were talking about, well, if he touched Dave, we all jump in him. And I'm mm. like, well, if y'all jump, I'm going to jump. I'm mm. like, because I'm I'm riding for Dave and I'm riding for my own cause. Right. Because he was like, dude was really wigging out at that time. Mm. 
just kind of like turning on everybody and like well you know fortunately it never got got escalated at that point but like had it had it went there dude they they wouldn't they wouldn't have stood a chance against my soldiers like n- not not for a second bro not for a second <laughs> Oh man! But that, dude, that's a wingman that's story that went totally sideways. Cause it's like I was the type of dude. It's like if I knew, if, if I knew one of my homeboys was interested in somebody, it's like I had enough irons in the fire where I wasn't going to try to dip into that pool. You know, it just wasn't that serious for me. Right. But I didn't know not everyone played by the same rules. So you know, it was an opener for me. But at the end of the day, we, dude, we, we I water under the bridge. Me and me and we been reconciled and you know yeah, got back cool again yeah yeah, yeah i mean that's years ago you you know freezing each other in time that ain't but that way it was happen, about to go down man, rodney you had a it bunch was of you had a down. bunch of uh <laughs> you had a bunch of joe abs bro <laughs> <laughs> dude they they ready, was ready they was worse than, they was worse than joe abs because they weren't really going to the hall like that they grew up with right, this is right you know, they weren't really going to the hall like I'm that. I'm just talking like, about the, the witness side of things, you know, that was about to, you know, get it in for you. Yeah, yeah. And then the day stuff happened, it's like, oh, worry. They, they, because Linnell and them, they was, I know, I mean, Linnell, Linnell, Linnell's a, 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 a exemplary model Christian for sure, you know. But, but Jerome, back then, but Jerome and Nuki, no. They, they, right. they ready. They ready to throw the blows. Right, and it was like, oh, worry, he's talking about jumping on Dave. Like, all right, well, <laughs> like, like, they was basically like, well, let's get to him first. Let's, well, that, let's yeah, because because Dave, Dave and them was super tight too. So it was like, yeah, I mean, they probably would have put me in on it. <laughs> right, they right. probably added me at the last minute. Right, like, they would have oh, had yeah, to set him up. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I remember Ian from back here at Chatham. Yeah, let's let's go, let's go. We got baptized together. Let's hit. I would have hopped in the car with him. I would have yeah, been in bro. the back seat. I, I was loading up the I was, clips. <laughs> I was rolling with some real hair busters, though. It wouldn't have been pretty, bro. It wouldn't have been pretty, but like, like whatever, yeah, whatever, Sarkin, man. Whatever Linnell and them was 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 gonna do, I was gonna do that times ten. Like it, it was, cause cause I I really really was not trying to take it there, but he seemed to have an issue with me, and it's like, man, bro, I didn't I didn't bow out of this. I didn't gave you the W. Like, are you still talking about me? Like, I'm gonna have to really give you a pumpkin head now. Mm-hmm. And anybody who and anyone who's point. and anyone who's stupid enough to stand with you on this. Wow, they getting dealt crazy. with too. Man, that should have been like a beef episode, witness beef episode. <laughs> man, bro, yeah, yeah. It's turned from a wingman episode to witness beef. Yeah, but it's like it's like yeah, be careful who your wingman is because if they undercut yeah. you, it's like yeah, what can you really do? And it's like That's you know, true. I'm 19, 20 at the time, and um. I was, I was, I was, you know, not a very forgiving person back then. Cause I remember, I remember a little bit after it happened, that was the year, that was the year I got jumped and robbed out in field service. And old girl actually called up my house when she heard, and I didn't even come to the phone. I was like, no, that's how I call her back. You know, never called her back. And, um, cause I was just like, man, don't act, try to act cool with me now. Cause you heard I got jumped. Hmm. That's just how I was. That's just how I was. Like I've matured since then. 
Wow, that's crazy, dude. Yeah, but he don't he don't have no idea how much danger he was in, bro. <laughs> you said, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> and I got more Wee Man stories, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, we'll get into that. We'll do a part two uh, later on. So yeah, man. But yeah, let's, let's get. Some, we got some awards to give out, man. We got <laughs> we got some awards to give out, man. Because uh, <laughs> we got a new award features in honor of our five year uh, anniversary. We we added a new award to our segment. All right. Uh, so and it's called the Clown of the Season Award. So, uh, man, I'm gonna let you have the flow on this one, man. Who you got? Oh man, John Morant, man. Yeah, John Morant. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna give it to Shannon Sharp, but I was gonna save save him for another one. Oh, okay. My, mine's go to LeBron fans all over the globe. You know. Uh, do you, do you but, really think but, he's gonna retire? Dude, I think that's a ploy. I think that was a ploy to take attention off the Nuggets. I think and, so too. And, and and center it back to him, all the attention back to him. LeBron is very calculated in how he does things. Keep the attention on me. So even when the finals start, the the, the all the talk is going to be about what LeBron going to do. Yeah, yeah. You you and you know he going to do a farewell tour. You know that. Yep. So that that's that's what I got. That's what I got. But John ja, ja Moran, dude, and, and and all these dudes, all these dudes out here defending him, man. Y'all y'all need to go. Y'all need to quit with that. Y'all need to quit with that. Like, come on, bro. You got a slap on the hand. You got a slap on the hand. Now it's a possibility he could be suspended for half the season. Crazy, bro. Crazy. Oh, he didn't commit a crime. He didn't, he didn't kill anybody. Now, 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 I'm, I'm, I would be with that defense. I was with that defense for the first incident, but after the second incident, right? It's like, bro, you, you, you've done it, and you did an interview with Jalen Rose, <laughs> right? You, you went on TV. Uh, yep, yep. And J, and JJ Reddick on on ESPN. He didn't do anything. But shut up. Well, JJ Reddick has a has to toe a line because, to be quite honest, you just cannot be a white uh, media personality piling on a, a young black dude. Um, and and too nobody's much. asking. But here's the thing: ain't nobody asking him to pile on anything. But but don't but don't put yourself in a position to look foolish in the process, trying to tr- trying to save face because you're white. That's yeah. my argument. Like I I I I know the dude he did a he did a dumb thing man like right away right away yeah he ain't kill nobody yeah he didn't, I agree with that but the man it's like come on man like use your head everybody's rooting for this kid everybody's rooting for this kid and he keeps shooting himself in the foot for lack of better words <laughs> but pun intended you no know? <laughs> pun intended so. Whatever, man. Like, like nobody's saying suspend him for the rest of his career. Nobody's saying that. Nobody, nobody's attacking his character. Nobody is saying. You know, there's memes out there that's making fun of him. It's hilarious. It makes for good TV. But he did something stupid again, so he has to suffer the consequences again. 
if you had kids and you tell them you tell them don't do this or don't do that and they do it and the first time you're like okay you know i'm gonna let you slide but next time and then a day later they do the exact same thing now you gotta take you gotta take drastic measures now you gotta increase the level of discipline so yeah yeah I mean, whatever happens at this point, <laughs> he brought it on himself. Like he brought it on himself, man. He brought it on himself. Ain't nobody waking up out of bed ready to criticize John Morant. John Morant put this on himself, man. Indeed, indeed. So all the attention was on Dylan Brooks. Everybody was clowning Dylan Brooks after the series. And then John Morant goes right back and do the same <laughs> thing he was doing and takes yeah. the attention right back to him. They might have to retain Jalen Brooks at this point. <laughs> exactly. You might have to keep him. Call him back. Hey, 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 Dylan, we sorry, man. We sorry. You, 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 you can still, you can come back. Because, man, it, it ain't going to look good. It, it, it is, it's not going to look good for the Memphis Grizzlies season next year. Uh, Brother Santa Side Eye Awards. Uh, I have a bonus one. I got, I got, since this is our five year anniversary, I got three of them. Okay. All bringing something different to the game. Okay. Uh, I love content creators. Um, so I got to give a side eye award for Brother Sanders side eye award to Anissa Strings uh, on TikTok. A N E E S A Strings. She is a uh, bassist or a celloist. I'm, I'm not sure the correct term, but also a singer. And dude, she is phenomenal. Okay. Like, I'm hooked on her TikTok page like she re reworks a lot of like old 90s uh like rap and R&B joints you know and she's got a great uh sultry voice man and she she sings and plays the bass at the upright bass at the same time mm. um nice. I, I'm gonna send you a I'm gonna send you a video she did where she she did a two short song bro but she like jazzed it up she she's dope she's dope okay um, check her out also also on TikTok, Side Eye Award goes also goes to Coco Gorgeous. Uh, okay. Coco spells C O C O A, Gorgeous. She's a model, but she models. She only models clothes from the '40s and '50s. Oh, that's dope. That's dope. Um, very stylish. Very. She 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 does it. She does it tastefully. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, I put my wife on her channel. It's like, yo, it's like, you know, because my wife is in a vintage gear. So um, I'm into that. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. And then lastly, lastly, Sophie 82, uh, S-O-P-H-I-E 82. Uh, also on TikTok. I think she's on Instagram, too. Uh, but be, be careful looking her up. She made Brother Sanders pop up love vessel. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if, 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 if you're into Brazilian women, then, then you'll you'll be into that. Okay, for sure. Uh, <laughs> I got. So Sanders I got had two. to pray after looking at her page. Oh man, I heard the prayer all the way from upstairs. Uh, <laughs> 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 he was praying loud that night. I was like, "What are you praying so loud for, man?" <laughs> Sanders, man, he ain't take his meds. Like, what's going on, man? Santa, hey, 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 Unc, you all right? 
<laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm just, I'm just you know, I'm just talking to Jehovah right now. Don't, don't mind me. My brother, my brother, Santa Side Award goes to a vinyl head on Instagram. Uh, her name is Laura Moreno. She's from Colombia and uh, she's a DJ, actually. And yo, uh, huge vinyl head. She she got a lot of throwback vinyls out there. Laura, L A U R A M O R E N O. Laura Moreno. And uh, yeah, she she got some dope vinyl collections, man. Um, check out her page. She got all the album covers, man. All the all the uh, dope hip hop uh, vinyls out there. So. Um, big shout out to her, and also I'm gonna throw a little twist on the the brother Santa side eye award. You know, brother Santa's got grandkids. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. he got grandkids. He, he and and you know a couple of his grandkids. He, he's really passionate about. He, he makes sure you know he giving some of these guys a side eye. Make sure they don't they don't mess with his grandkids. And, and <laughs> so I'm I, I'm gonna give this one award out to Jazzy's World. Jazzy's World oh. TV. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm a yeah. fan. I'm a huge fan of her, man. Adorable girl. She goes around interviewing celebs all across. And she, I mean, she interviews everybody, man. Interviews everybody. Like, ain't no, you know, like rappers, entertainers, you know, anybody that's uh, popular as far as comedians, social media, you know, you name it, she's interviewed. So, uh, big shout out to her, man. She's got some really great interviews on YouTube, and she got a good one, started. Method Man. Yeah, I like the Method Man interview. I like the Jason Tatum interview she did. Um, you know, she's she's good. She actually did a she did an interview with Car Cardi B that was really good too. Oh, um, I haven't seen that one. It's it's like a and it's it's safe Cardi B you know she's dressed modestly on the episode. She I was gonna say is that the one Brother Sanders put you on too? No 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 he ain't put me on to that you know that one. Well I found that one on my own but uh yeah. okay because you know Brother Sanders like he like that that Cardi B and that and that the Megan the Stallion yeah <laughs> the Megan <laughs> yep the Megan. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, Jazzy's World, man. Check her out. She's got a great channel. Got really good content. So, uh, up next, we got the Big Head Rico Award. Who you got? Man, the media coverage of the Lakers, man. Before before Denver had fully put them away, they were already talking about potential trades and Austin Reeves contract, potential contracts. And it's like, man, get out of here with that. Yeah, man. I don't like that either. I'm I'm eating my banana too, man. Shout out to Mike Malone for calling that out. Yeah, big time. Uh, yeah, I got I got LeBron. I got I got LeBron fans. LeBron fans. <laughs> all, all my awards are going to LeBron. That, that big, pretty much LeBron fans. You know, I'm eating my banana at y'all. My essence of Otis award goes to LeBron apologist who, who always want to make excuses every time he plays a bad game. Oh, he's old. Oh, he's old, but when he plays great, oh, he's the GOAT. AD, you don't, you're not doing enough. And it's like, okay. AD will have 40 points and 18 rebounds, and they'll still find a way to blame him. It's like, yeah. If I was if I was AD, man, I would be looking at the exit so, so quickly, bro. Yeah. I mean, I, I mentioned this in the group chat. 
Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was 38 when he won finals MVP in 85. Yeah. And, yeah. and he, and, and I remember in the 30 for 30, the uh, documentary on the Celtics-Lakers rivalry, he had a bad game one in that series. It was the Memorial Day massacre game, massacre game. And all the criticism was towards Kareem Abdul-Jabbar after that game. Talking about he was old and this, that, and the other. And then in game two, he dominated the Celtics and then went on to dominate the rest of the series, end up winning finals MVP. So I don't, at the age of 38, so I don't want to hear all of this LeBron old stuff. Oh, his foot. Did you, remember, did you did you hear about the whole his his foot is still broken report that came yeah. out before Game yeah. Four? Yeah, that 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 Shannon Sharp was also uh, 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 putting out there. Man, whatever, man, whatever. No, no, no. Don't put the don't put on injury reports out there now. It, this is and then he goes right in and scores thirty in the first half. Yeah, that was a classic. Like y'all ain't gonna blame me, game. <laughs> like Chris said. Yeah, yeah. That's all he wanted to do. Put the blame back on AD. No, I'm smarter than that, LeBron. Um, you, do you got one? You got an S's or O's? No, I'm a co. I'm co-signing yours. Uh, Cuddy Award, Denver Nuggets. Yes, Denver sir. Nuggets. Denver, Denver Nuggets and Mike Malone for knocking the media down a flight of stairs. Exactly. Exactly. Like, look at this. Uh, this is personal. <laughs> uh, you played yourself award. I, LeBron. And I actually the, had uh, actually had Shannon Sharp. Oh, Shannon Sharp is included in that. LeBron enthusiast. You know, you played they yourself. Sweeping, they, they sweeping the awards. <laughs> sweeping the awards, man. Sweeping the awards. Mill Carton Award. My customers who are are LeBron defenders. I haven't seen. I know, I know y'all hair and grown out by this point. <laughs> I know it's time for y'all to get haircuts. Come on through. Come get this whooping. <laughs> I got T. Morant, man. <laughs> hey, where, where he at though? Oh, Usher, 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 Usher Morant. Where, where, where they at though? Like, like, <laughs> like. Like what you gotta give some fatherly guidance here, bro. You gotta step in, man. This is that's that's your son, man. Not they ain't that's your man's. That's your son. Like, like this is this is not fun, bro. Like he, he messing up everybody money. <laughs> man. Somebody need to somebody need to uh LL John Moran. You ain't no gangster. <laughs> Jay Reed. You, a basket- <laughs> you ain't no gangster, John Moran. You a basketball player. You a sellout. <laughs> oh man. Oh. Hey, did you see Prim's uh episode, man? I did. I did. I did. He was like, man, he got robbed twice. <laughs> and it's like he he can even shoot nobody. Like he suck. <laughs> Why they all of a sudden all close? Why they got a relationship? They ain't even do anything together. <laughs> Why they love this dude so much? <laughs> Why they going so hard for this dude? <laughs> Why he keeps wearing that wig? How's <laughs> hair grow that fast? He's like, why he with me along? Oh, because that's just what you did in every black movie back then. 
<laughs> we only see Pam Grier one time through the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she all, she all star. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I was waiting for him to do that movie. I was waiting for him to do that movie, man. Man, I really hope he do original gangsters one day, bro. Oh, it's coming. You know he gonna it, do that. It's tons of material in original gangsters, man. Yeah. <laughs> has he done um has he done uh fresh yet? No, he hasn't done fresh. Fresh is a good movie though. Oh, he do the good movies too. <laughs> he gonna find something. <laughs> fresh fresh is fresh is good. Like a lot of people was kinda hating on fresh, but I like fresh. Fresh was a sleeper movie. It was one of those sleeperhood movies back then. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mill Carter. That's my Mill Carter award, man. Brian, my my cousin. Did he do Meteor Man? He ain't done Meteor Man yet, did he? He gotta do Meteor Man. You gotta do the. You gotta do the first black superhero movie in our of our generation. I saw that at the show with you, Rodney. Yeah, I remember. I remember. Yo, your mom was babysitting me and my brother, man, and we went out to see Media Man afterwards. Yep. Yep. Dude. Good times, man. Good times. It's a shame award, man. Uh, we got a couple. Oh, man. Yeah, we do. Jim Brown and Tina Turner, man. We've lost the queen of rock and roll. Man, dude. I got the news mid-haircut and it was like, man, I, th- I forgot who... Uh, it was like one of a YouTube channel I follow. I found out through an alert from that. I was like, "What?" So you know what we all got to do? We all got to watch what's love got to do with it. You got to, you got to, you got to, because we can't look up old Jim Brown highlights. Yeah, Jim Jim Brown, man, like <laughs> he got a complicated legacy, man. He do didn't think he do he didn't think nothing about putting hands on women. <laughs> But a lot of dudes back then didn't either. That's hey, look true. At, that's true. Like that's Tina Turner. That yeah, that's true. That, I'm, that don't make it right, but still, like no, it don't make it right. Yeah, he he, he went kind of far, bro. Like he went way a, too far. He would do a woman off a balcony. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> man, what if Prem do what love sad, got to do man. with it? That'd be dope. <laughs> <laughs> he need to do that. Yeah, he he could do that in a, in in her honor, man. In her honor. True. Yeah, man, that was that was a crazy movie, bro. <laughs> that was a moment. That was a moment in like black culture, like yeah, big moment, big moment. But uh, oh, real quick, I want to shout out another uh, YouTube. Uh, channel another sports youtube channel this dude is really he's really good at exposing lebron defenders uh it's called too raw for sports have you ever heard of this dude too raw for sports no i'm gonna write it down uh yeah two is the number two raw and then the number four and then sports and then an s is the dollar sign but (laughs) this dude is hilarious man (laughs) he called uh he called uh what's his name? James James Harden Mongo Slade. <laughs> <laughs> he knew it like Mongo Slade. 
Uh, it, it's 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 really good, man. It's really good. So, actually, that thumbnail that I used for the previous uh, mini episode that I did when I ranted about LeBron not being a goat, uh, I got it from his channel. <laughs> so it, it, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. <laughs> he do look like Marco Flay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious. Yeah, but uh, hey man, five years, and we gonna keep this thing rolling, man. Appreciate it. And, For sure. Uh, man, we gonna we we look forward to you know five more years, man. Uh. You got something special cooked up for us at the end? I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. I know you got. I know. I know you're busy, man. I know you got your your hands full. So, but hey, I appreciate you joining me on this on this journey. Uh, you know, Absolutely. I started this podcast with just me yelling at a at a cell phone <laughs> about how much I hate. The, <laughs> <laughs> as much as I as much as I hate the calves and you know you decided to join me and man that's when the that's when I was getting the phone calls and text messages like hey man y'all need to y'all need to collaborate y'all need to do more it's like okay I think we got some here I think we got so, some here so you know five years later man we still doing it with better quality so <laughs> <laughs> indeed indeed it's, it's been a great ride bro it's been a great ride Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Sports, sports is a sports is uh, you know it's integral to our lives. It's always something we we took interest in, and it's, it's it's dope to talk about it and give other people something to talk about or listen to it work and you know, yeah, uh, listen to it work it's, myself. Yeah, and it's and it's evolved from that point, you know, and you know we uh, talk about so many topics, put people up on so many restaurants, a lot of music and everything so yeah man we, we you know we appreciate all the support uh for the channel the support for the mixtapes uh support for brother sanders support for sister williams shout out to sister <laughs> williams we'd be remiss without shouting out sister williams and so uh we got more for you so just and all her bible listening. studies and all, all her bible, bible studies all her <laughs> bible studies <laughs> all right and I got to be out. Got to go cut some heads. And uh, yeah, man, I'll see y'all on the next one. For sure. All right. Peace. 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 Well, there's something on my mind. Won't somebody please, please tell me what's wrong.
<laughs> that nigga got stepdaddy feet. <laughs> Every time he walked, they say, he coming. It was <laughs> what? What? These are stepdaddy feet. Every time he walked, they say, he coming. Y'all get to cleaning. <laughs> Y'all get to cleaning. Stepdaddy coming.